Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. <laughs> Donnie Wrestling. Holy motherfucking shit. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from that time I traveled to Italy. Ooh. A.K.A. the modern day Shanti Goof Haraja. WWE Champion Jinder Mayhem. Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba wee, gabba wee, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. <laughs> Damn. She's fine. <laughs> what? Up, Jabroniacs, we are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reaction. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway. What, what'd you say? Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. So. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, come on, Kevin. We're trying to start out with some positivity, okay? It's been a day. Hey, but I am extremely excited about this show today, okay? Because I have a big announcement. Let me let me just let's, let me introduce the room so we can just get right into it. Because there's so much to say, so much to say, so much to say. So much to say. Little Dave Matthews for you. Kick it off. You can tell I'm feeling spicy. Just took it. Ooh, hold on. Let me take a hit of the hot brew. You took one sip of coffee. Oh, it yeah. shot through your body like a laser Absolutely. Cannon. Let me follow up with a little. Woo. Oh, the one percenters whoop ass LaCroix. Ask me what flavor. What flavor is that? Dude, it's lime. What a dumb question. Why would you ask that? You hey, ask everybody, let's get spicy. <laughs> who, who wants to get spicy? Uh, who wants to get spicy? <laughs> I would like to get spicy. If you can't tell, I just came from an audition, which everybody knows. That's when I'm the most fired up, baby. I got the adrenaline energy. pumping. Anyway, to my front, as always, in studio, Nasty Newman. Oh, about it. Okay, I'll accept it. Medium energy, right, but uh, right, okay, right. you're away from the microphone. Hey, and returning guest, you guys, come on. You know this guy. You know him. You love him. He was here last week. He's here again. Skyler Pitch, Mr. Perfect, Aston. Ooh, into me, yeah. <laughs> oh, LaCroix, into me, yeah, baby. baby. Come and take you, come and take you, and a boy stream. All right, well, sorry about that, Skyler. Welcome to the studio. Hey. How was that? Was my was my pitch perfect? Uh, your pitch was mediocre. I was trying to I was trying to jump in there, but 
I'll let you take no, it. No, people home. don't want it. They want to hear me sing, not you. They want to hear me sing, <laughs> not figured, you, the professional singer. <laughs> I figure I give them what they want. You want to give us a couple of us, DMB no. bars? No, I want I want them to resonate with yours. All right, look, you're not looking to trip Billy's today. I can't, I can't control that. Hey, guys, remember, you can get your opinion on this show, and we got a shit ton of cash ins today. You just leave us a voicemail. You cash in here. You leave us a voicemail at 316 Oh my god. And, and you, you come cry. All right, listen, we lost a couple listeners. I want to apologize. I was bringing it back to LaCroix and you literally. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, you know the auditions. I like to talk over people. That's how I get booked. All right, look. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> you guys, the reason. Oh my god, I- I'm coming out the gate swinging. Okay, anyway. Uh, hold on, let's get fired up again. Out of what gate? Oh yeah, you guys know the call of the beast. All right, look, guys. <laughs> Today's a big day. This is yeah. a big day on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because as this episode is dropping, simultaneously, we are releasing the Top Secret Cow video. This is a globally coordinated event. Absolutely. We, it was at, When we hit it, eight, 80 patrons, now we're at 88 patrons. Mm. Two patrons away from where I start giving away merch. Unbelievable. I'm start just giving away things from my personal collection, from my home, to random patrons. So let's get those two patrons. But now we're at 80. I owe you guys a new piece of cow merch. And that came along with a video. This is part of what I consider to be the Comedians of Wrestling 4D experience, right? Okay? <laughs> Meaning... And this is not just a podcast, okay? And I'm not going to overstate it. It's not a lifestyle either, okay? <laughs> you know, people are like, yeah, yeah. Like, as if this, you listen, this, uh, truthfully, this is my lifestyle, <laughs> which is, which is, uh, you know, I live it. I like it. I'm not shitting on it, okay? All right? I don't care what my mother-in-law thinks. <laughs> Everybody knows that my mother-in-law music is the game music. <laughs> the old demon. Uh, um... <laughs> the old demon mother-in-law. Uh, yeah. There's corporate mother-in-law. There's demon mother-in-law. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to clarify because my wife sometimes listens to the show. It's not, it's the concept of mother-in-law. It's uh, the universal mother-in-law. Kayfabe. Not my we actual mother-in-law. Oh, you shoot on your mother-in-law right now. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna, it's not my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. All the hosts have to shoot on their own yeah, mother-in-law. You, you got to tune into Skylar's podcast. I hate my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's, yeah, yeah. And you know, the, the photo uh, in, 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 in Apple podcast, it's him just yanking at his Color like yeesh. <laughs> the old mother-in-law. It's written by Neil Simon. Absolutely. Hey, that's the rumors. Anyway, okay. Look, let's get let's get into it. Okay. So the 4D experience. What I mean by that is is that this podcast is not just about the podcast. It expands beyond the podcast. And if you're not on the Facebook page, because more people listen to this podcast than are in the Facebook group, you're missing out. That's part of it. You got to join Comedians Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Go in there, join that group. Uh, and and be part of this great community that's part of the podcast. I'm very in touch with the community. I, I'm to be honest, I'm too in touch with this community. Okay, people message me. I'm like, oh, I should be writing, but man, I, I, yeah, I, I do want to talk about Raw right now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Hit me up on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> but yeah, that's part of it. Is, is that we're all kind of connected in there, and also part of that is the Facebook group, the podcast coming out every week, the community, uh, the live shows when we have them. This week, I got two live shows. One live show tomorrow. Tomorrow night, which is Thursday night, 
November 17th at the Comedy Store. I'm doing stand-up on Dolph Ziggler's DZ and Friends show uh, on that show. A lot of great comics on that show and also wrestlers. Uh, 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 The Perfect Ten there. He is the Perfect Ten. He's on the show. Uh, uh, Tyler Breeze is on the show. And who knows what other special guests will be on the show. That's at the Comedy Store. And then Midnight, Survivor Series, uh, After War Games, Midnight at UCB Franklin. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is Tournament of Nerds Comedians of Wrestling Versus Tournament of Nerds We're taking over Their podcast Newman will be on the show Skylar Ashton Will be on the show I'll be there baby Yeah absolutely And he is our own We've infiltrated The judges panel uh-huh. And we have Skylar Sitting on the on the judges panel As a, as a cow representative I was thinking They don't know that yet But I probably won't be wearing my cow merch. I thought about it. And I was should, like, well, I... There should be a reveal, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Wow. You're going to be wearing the cow. Listen, for this for the listeners, they can yeah, know yeah, this yeah. info. Are we going here? You're going to rock the cow, the cow shirt underneath your shirt. Oh, and then wow. we'll, it'll be a reveal at some point. All right. Right? Anyway, so back to... This is the 4D experience. That, And then the next part of that... And I don't know if this is 4D, because I don't really know how dimensions work. Okay. Okay? But as opposed to 2D or 3D, this is 4D, meaning it, there's more. Is merch... Is that merch, like we had our limited run t-shirts recently, and to me, merch is an important part about what I love about wrestling. It's a major thing that I talk about with fans of the podcast, uh, with uh, with anyone I know who's wrestling, always swapping pictures of merch with Skyler, with uh, with Newman. Newman sent me a nice spicy piece of merch that he purchased this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, made, he, he made a merchase. Yeah. Wait, wait until you see what I'm wearing a Survivor Series, my friend wrestling for sale. I can't wait. Oh, by the don't, way, don't hey, spoil it. Hey, I'm going to see you. Hey, you know what? Real quick, if you're in the LA area, I'm going to just plug uh, Ted Hirsch's pop up shop at Blind Barber. Yeah. And Culver City. I got to see the time. Check his Instagram or mine for the time. I think it's noon. It's on Saturday. Uh, I'll plug it. I, I, I was just texting with him before we get on the air, and uh, I'm going to post it. So I'll post it in the group. He just sent me the flyer. So I'll post that. Uh, but check it out Saturday during the day. I don't know where. I, I don't have the info. I, mean, I don't know where it is. But in terms of merch, mer- cow merch. Yeah. Is. I think really important. Always talking about merch. So I thought about what, what could be the next merch. And I think in terms of this 4D, this video directly ties into the merch. Actually, this video, I would say, is the origin story, uh, 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 if you will, of the merch. Uh, and the merch essentially is that we now have a an official Comedians of Wrestling heavyweight championship title. Too sweet. Which I now am, you guys see, is on my shoulder right now. And you could see this exact belt being made in the video. Mm -hmm. And I will be wearing this belt every single time we record from now on. (laughs) Okay, and when we need a belt, this is the kind of things I think about. See, I'm not even talking about the merch yet, right? Because there's so much I put into this merch. Too much, frankly. (laughs) Too much. Uh, And I was like, we need a belt. And so I was looking at a couple sites. I was like, "All right, I'll get a, a custom. We'll get a custom championship belt made for 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 the cow." And I was on a couple sites, and they were doable. And you looked at them, and then I took a step back, and I was like, "This is not what cow is all about. We're not about like we have our own belt. We are marks. Mm-hmm. We are celebrating the culture of professional wrestling unapologetically." We're dipping in. I was like, so what Like, what would the cow belt be? We don't need some guys who are like, oh, this is my own. Like, we're not pretending to be professional wrestlers. We're not pretending to be champions, right? We are the... Mm-hmm. We are we are enjoying the space of marketry, right? Right. Which is in the official word in the cow glossary. Yeah. Marketry. Wow. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we're right? all we're all marksmen's Ma- yeah. marksmen and marketry. Uh, you know, or markswomen. So what? What Marks is? People. So I said, what is the what is the cow title? Like, what would that be? And I was like, oh, well, 
My favorite title is the big gold belt, right? And I think about NWO, they spray painted it. And that, to me, was the best shit I ever saw in my life. <laughs> and I was like, I want to spray paint a title. So what I did is I bought a replica title, an, an exact replica, exact specifications, and in the belt, I'm, you know, you'll see in the video, and right now, check the videos out right now, you can see that it's in the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page right now, and you can, uh, uh, it'll be, I'll put it on my Twitter and my Instagram, so you'll be, it'll be easy to get to, but you can see in there, I got the replica title, and I spray painted black, C-O-W, and I also thought, like, metaphorically, this is me saying, Spray painting, rebelling against the normal mark behavior, which is like, yo, I got, I got to have my own belt, or I hold that. No, we're, I'm incorporating, we're rebelling against the behavior of just, yeah, well, I get my own belt made. I'm a champion. No, I'm a champion of watching professional wrestling and celebrating professional wrestling. Anyway, so. Love it. It's very dope. You guys are looking at it right now. It's, it looks comfortable to hold. Too. Right. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> it is very, it's not comfortable to hold. No, I, yeah, that is a joke. I should snap it. Or I'll put it around the waist, and then it's kind of just like a cummerbund, and then it's fantastic. <laughs> it's like a nice corset for the soundboard. Right. So anyway, that's what I got. So, okay, so here's the next part of it. Is that we have this cow belt. It's going to be in all the pictures. It's dope. The graphic is the plate of the cow belt. And so after what I did is I had this graphic designer make up the uh, 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 custom belt and I, I uh, uh, design of the big gold, you know, WCW NWA belt. And if you look at it, there's a couple of uh, details in there. I won't spoil it for you. Just look close at it. But I had a graphic designer make it up. And then I said, okay, hold on. Because in a couple days, I'm going to spray paint it and I'm going to send you a picture of how I spray painted it. And then I want you to, you know, in whatever system you use, Microsoft Paint or whatever, I want you to spray paint the exact way that the cow championship belt looks. Mm -hmm. And I sent it to her fresh. Well, it was still, remember I sent it yeah. to you right when it was still wet. And I sent her a picture of it and she spray painted over the belt. This beautiful design I got made, spray painted with the exact COW. So you have an exact, you're going to have the exact replica of the spray paint that I did in the video. So here's what the merch is. The merch is a graphic of the belt. And it has the exact replica, uh, uh, you know, spray paint on it. So it looks fucking dope. I think it's one of our finest pieces of merch. Now, okay, here's the next thing about the merch is... It is a Patreon exclusive, okay? Meaning that you got to be a patron to buy this piece of merch. Now, why is that? Yeah, because we're trying to build the Patreon. But also, you could see all the effort that I put into this merch. I, I easily could get a $20 graphic design made. I know graphic designers get something cheap made, slap it on a t-shirt, and then sell it to you guys. But that's not what I do. We went through a couple drafts of this, and I needed to get it just right so that it's something I'm proud to give to you guys. And so the Patreon dollars go to support the R&D of these ideas. It went to support the video. And by the way, when you check out the video, I wanted to give a shout out to the KFAB girls. Check out KFAB podcast. Uh, uh, Sarah and Katie 
they host this podcast, and I was I was actually their most recent guest, I believe, on it, talking about Ultimate Warrior. They focus on the fashion of professional wrestling, and they came in and they did me up, tanned me out, made me look like Hogan, made Newman look like Scott Hall in the video, and you look great. Newman. I mean, I, I I mean, no no knock to them, but I made myself look like Scott Hall. I didn't take any makeup or anything. All right, well, you couldn't just give them a, a, a plug. I mean, nice, I don't nice nice ladies. I would feel weird if someone gave me credit for something I didn't do. <laughs> okay. So. All right, well, it was my wig, so let's just give me credit okay. for that, okay? Yeah. Uh, Skyler, you saw the video. What did you think? I think it was it was wonderful. It was yeah. very well done. I was actually wondering who did that all on you, and I was thinking about it. Yeah, now I, no. now I know. Yeah, Sarah and Katie from the KFAB podcast. Great. Check it out. Uh, I was on their mo- one of their most recent episodes. But yeah, so a lot goes into it. And also, here's the next element of it. Is it so I spent a lot of time and money tossing out designs uh, more than I should, but uh, to me, not more than I should. It's not how I feel. I feel like I want to give you guys a quality product, something. The next part of it is that I want to give you something that I'm excited to rock, mm-hmm. right? And so the next element of it is that it is a hoodie. Is that uh, this this design? It's on a black hoodie because to it's the, the the hoodie is kind of the strap, is what I'm thinking, right? Uh, the black leather strap, and it slapped the gold on it. And look, and uh, it looks it looks money. Okay, you can see at the end of the video we have a shot of it, of the uh, of the t- uh, of the hoodie. The other thing I want to think about this is like if you're in the Patreon, the reason it's exclusive is I think this this hoodie as a classic as like almost frat letters. If, if, you, if you would, right? This is like you saying, hey, I support this thing, and I want this to only be... So even if I make less money, I don't really care. This is about giving it to the people who support the show and are proud supporters of it. Now, that's, I understand some of you, if you can't afford to be part of the Patreon, this episode, the episodes of the podcast are always free, um, and you can always listen to it. And I ask you just to spread the word, tell people about the podcast, uh, rate and subscribe, give us five stars. No shaming on that. I understand. I don't take it for granted at all. The people who generously donate their hard-earned money to this podcast, but so in now this- you're generously donating your time and effort for them. It is actually it's like uh, it's like the Five Timers Club at SNL, or even like a Masters Jacket. I don't watch golf, but you know what I mean. Even a Hall of Fame ring, in a way, not not quite, but to liken it to professional wrestling. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's awesome. I think no, you're totally yeah. justified, and it looks dope. And the design is amazing if you actually look look really closely at at what's on the belt. Yeah, and I think the designer thought I was fucking crazy. I, I mean, can't be like I'm. So, well, by the way, yeah, is she wrong. She's not wrong. I am fucking crazy. You're like I. I need a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Little spoiler. I was like, ah, I was like, can you? Can you put a hoagie like right in the middle there? But I still want to keep the jewels. <laughs> I'm like, I want to keep the jewels in there. So can we maybe make tomatoes the red jewel? <laughs> this is literally the conversation yeah. I'm having with her. And she's literally responding to me like, you know, I charge by the hour. And I just kept upping what it called. I like, you know, whatever. Look, it's sunk cost. I'm happy with this design. I'm going to get it printed, slap it up in the studio. I think it looks, I mean, I look at it all the time. I have it in my phone and I'm like, wow, it looks awesome. I'll post the design in the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. And it's also at the, uh, it'll be at the tail end of the group. But I'm thinking this sweatshirt is for people like, uh, uh, is designed to say it's a thank you to patrons. And it's also the mark of the patron. Got it. Right. Uh, so yeah. So in terms it's the of the mark that, of the mark, and it's a mark of the mark the, of the uh, of the jabroniac, the mark the, of the jabroniac, the mark of the mark beast nine ninety nine. Right there you go. So anyway, you can get this 
this this uh this sweatshirt um if you're a couple of just logistic things is uh that uh if you're a patron you can buy more than one but you have to be a patron you can buy it from me uh-huh. uh and you can just message me on facebook messenger or through patreon uh directly you can message me there and i'm just selling them to uh, myself which also is part of what i like i like speaking to you guys and hearing what you like about the show and uh and i like you know it's part of the what i'm calling this 4d experience and to me this is like the tip of the iceberg is that I don't intend to stop right now we've incorporated the video into the merch which is the title right we're creating some kind of like universe everything that I like is universe based including professional wrestling I love that they call the fans of professional wrestling like the universe and I love that we accept rules about professional wrestling people the things that people think are stupid about professional wrestling which is like that they, you know, uh, 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 oh, that, if you get, you can just walk off and you get DQ, you don't lose the belt. Just a random, like a random rule. I'm like, oh, it's, to me, it's amazing we all know that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's automatic. I, I hate liking it. I know you don't like to liken it to sports, but it's like they're the way that people that don't understand football, they're like, well, who is this ref and what what is offsides? How are they, you know what I mean? Right. It's the intricacy. It's nice to have a bit of a rule set mm-hmm. and to break the rules too. It Absolutely. Makes it, it makes it more compelling. And so this is the level we're going with the merch because we are the hounds of merch. Our merch needs to be on point, right? So in terms of this, you guys, uh, I think you're going to be really happy with it. And I think if you like, if you're digging what I like about it, the universe 4D effect of the of the merch, this is just the tip of the iceberg as far as I'm concerned. All right? So anyway, you can message me, get it. Uh, in terms of money, the sweatshirts are 40 bucks plus shipping. Shipping's probably something like 10 bucks. Uh, so let's just call it 10. I'm sure I'll lose money on the shipping. And I know that's more of an expensive item. Uh, I think it's a good Christmas gift. I thought I could make them a T-shirt and I could make more. Uh, you know, not, I could make more on T-shirts. They have better margins, let's say. But... We just had t-shirts made. To me, it's more about giving you something I'm excited. I'm excited to wear this on a hoodie, and I think it looks really dope on a hoodie. And I'm dealing with the same guy. If you like the, if you have the shirts that I, the, the limited edition shirts from the SummerSlam show. By the way, I'm going to get into pro wrestling, I promise. This is the merch. I think the merch, it's part of the show, okay? Is, if you like the quality of that, it's this. I was using the same guys, and they assured me this is the same exact quality. It's a very quality sweatshirt. I also could have got a cheaper sweatshirt. No, this is uh, uh, great. So anyway, the quality's good, top of the line. I, uh, I, I almost slipped into it, right? Because yeah, you felt be- it. I felt the energy <laughs> yeah, shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but yeah. anyway, check it out. Message me. These are on sale now. I will have a limited edition, a limited amount of them. It's gonna be way smaller than you would expect. So if you want one, hit me up on there, and then we can deal with it through uh, Venmo, PayPal, and I'll be shipping them out probably, uh, uh, probably t- December first. They'll probably be going out, so you will have them. For uh, the holiday season, okay. Ding ding awesome. ding! Baby. Check it out. Let me know what you think about the merch. I always, you know, um, I spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. You guys thought it was great. I kept showing you different iterations of it. All right. Anyway, so that's it. The merch I promised you is there. Remember, two more patrons to are giving out free merch from my collection. Patreon.com slash means of wrestling. If you want the sweatshirt, become a patron, and then you have access to getting the cow. Heavyweight official championship title belt hoodie. Dope. Woo! All right. Hey, let's let's all right. Now let's break it up. Let's break it up. I think you suck.
definitely think you suck. This whole situation sucks. <laughs> this whole situation sucks. All right, listen, I'll talk about a situation that doesn't suck is what's going on in professional wrestling right now. Man, what a week. What a week. What a week. Let's, oh, let's kick it off. What a week in professional wrestling. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I did, you know, it's interesting because last week it was, it was all the same guys in here. Right, yep. Skyler was in here. I felt like it was my duty to come and just be like, "Well, that was different." The, yeah, <laughs> what a what a week! What a now. I was very into last week because I thought we set up. I thought Drew looked extremely powerful. I thought we set up some really. It was a great week for the heel, and I think. Look, I think last week did bleed into this week in a way. I thought a lot of people who looked powerful came off really cool. Um, it looked really cool in, in this. So, but now we're rolling into Survivor Series. And the, before we get into, we're going to talk about Becky, we're going to talk about Daniel Bryan, that's obviously where we'll be starting. I just want to talk about the concept of Survivor Series quick. Uh-huh. So I'm going to Survivor Series. Uh, I know, Skylar, you're going to Survivor Series. Um, and uh, so the, we run into this problem every year with Survivor Series that I talked about last week, where it's hard to care. By the way, I'm wearing this. This belt is it you is tough. You can take it off, it's a chip. No, no, no. I'm not. I mean, I just made a promise. I'm going to go back on the promise right away. No, the the, cha- the title will be here. But I'm saying is that the... Why are... it's? I say it every single year. I almost feel like a broken record. Why do we think these wrestlers care about what brand they're on? So yeah. we don't need to go through that again, but I will say what I do find interesting is now we have this Fox deal. Mm-hmm. So... Next year, this time, will be, it starts in, I think, October 2019. Mm This will be the beginning of the Fox deal, right? And we will have Raw and SmackDown on completely different competing networks, right? right? They have such an opportunity to make Survivor Series amazing. If, right, because like Charlotte wrote a tweet. She We know Charlotte is facing Ronda Rousey. She put out a picture that said, I bleed blue, Mm -hmm. right? Like with, and it showed a picture of her against Rousey. I believe blue. You're like, what? Like it's stupid. It's not it's, color war. It's absolutely. It's frankly is juvenile and just it's just flat out stupid. It's hard to care about it. It also right? just 100 percent breaks kayfabe. And I know I'm gonna go like right into the heart of it. Yeah. But like by Becky hugging Charlotte, I know that I know that like you know we live in the the Twitter era of professional wrestling, so it's tough. We all know they're best friends. Um, but uh, I just drank three beverages. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say is that by Becky giving Charlotte a hug and that whole situation, right. it just breaks kayfabe in such a way because there's no logic behind it. Like, why? Why would she do it? I maybe is she, is she turning face? Well, the, I I think the logic is uh, the logic is uh, <laughs> a little bit down. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 This is, I'm good now. Yeah. So good. <laughs> All right. So I think the logic is that uh, it, that brand is bigger than than beef, right? It's like uh, Independence Day or whatever. It's like the aliens come, we put our country aside, right. and we fight for humanity. I feel like that's kind of yeah. the, what they're going for. But again, it's the biggest problem we have is that. It's not believable that any of them have brand uh, 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 loyalty. Yeah, but can we like really hold this moment against them? Like they did right. not anticipate this happening. Yeah. It was like the closest they could get to having some semblance of. Well, like- also, I, I I didn't actually mind that moment personally because I thought it was Becky being like, "Look, 
we got our problems, but you're the best one here. Right. You're the only one I, I'm going to. And right now, I hate Ronda so much that I'm willing to be like, you know, the friend of my friend is my enemy or whatever. All, all, all those metaphors, right? Keep sure, it's actually, it, it actually deepens the story. It makes it more right. complex. So from that vantage point, I like it and it feels justified. I'm just likening it to the whole Survivor Series gimmick because it's it's tough for the uh, it's tough for just all those teams. Really, like a heel has to have a real reason why they no, would want to represent their I, brand. I don't even think we're going to even talk about the Survivor Series match that much. It's no like, way. They don't matter at all. And actually, they kind of tossed a lot of the stuff out the window this week that I thought was cool from last week in a way but um in terms of like think about it let's put it in perspective of this and we'll get into becky lynch but i'm saying that next year you have fox you what i'm saying is you have fox you can actually be like hey i said and again money is how i always see it i always see it as like you could say like hey uh, like uh, I like being a Yankee because they pay me well, right? You're like, I like Fox. Or we could say, what are the perks of being on Fox? How does Fox treat the wrestlers better? Mm, what right. about their contract? Do they have, you know, it could be, look, you, the nitpicky, which probably we don't want, is being like, oh, you have revenue sharing and stuff like that. I would love it, but I understand that's too far. But it could be as simple as like showing nicer locker rooms, like uh, show them interacting with the president of Fox and 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 they like, they, they have pride there. Uh, they give them more vacation days, better doctors, like stuff like that where you're like, I believe in this brand and I don't want it to move back to NBC or something, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You, It's a fine line because we're talking about network stuff, but I'm saying it fixed. Now we have completely billion dollar companies that are competing for the same wrestler pool. We have something as close as we're going to get to a Ted Turner, Vince McMahon type, type situation if they want to. And that's going to be next Survivor Series where you would see it more. But as it relates, which I think could be awesome. But as it relates to Becky, we'll go back to the Becky situation and how it relates to brand. You have probably this week the most badass moment, the coolest moment in women's wrestling history. Yeah. Uh, the most. Uh, At least like Western. Like West, yeah. like the, you know, we can talk about like Japan. Awesome right. stuff happens over there, right? We know like Oscar was with Kana and has some cool moments there, right. right? I don't know, I don't know much about that. Some of that stuff's deathmatch, but again, we're talking about in in terms of WWE, right? It oh, was yeah. the, right. It was the closest thing to like a Stone Cold Blood from a Stone moment, right? Yes. Like we talked about. And every, everyone I know was talking about Becky Lynch and her broken face and yeah. her hands being covered in blood. And she looked like a fucking vampire, right? She looked like a hyena or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Put it, put, she looked awesome. Put it into perspective. In that moment, the best shot of all time, she's unnecessarily wearing a SmackDown Live t-shirt. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? You're like, why? And if you think about that segment, and I'm not just being negative to be negative, I'm saying when Becky Lynch showed up, I got like the chills. Yeah. I flat out was like, Becky looks awesome. She's showing up on Raw. We'll, We'll get into how that was shot and everything. I thought it was awesome. But... Then she summons all the SmackDown locker room on yeah. Raw, and you're like, we've done n- what we've done that I complimented last week, which was incredible, was Ronda Rousey versus uh, Becky, and had nothing to do with brands, just champion versus champion, and that was cool. And then this week, we're tossing the blue shirt, and now Becky's the commander of the SmackDown locker room, which is a compliance that we don't need from the Stone Cold character, right? Right, right, right. So to me, it's like, that's where WWE just like, they shit on their own masterpieces, right? They like it, it's so hard to watch sometimes. 
Yeah. Well, as a result, they got punched in the face with reality by Nia Jax. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, right? Like, that's all I kept thinking is that that picture of of Becky, who's now rocketing to, uh, I think Becky now is uh, locked in as one of the best female talents of all time. Again, uh, uh, in terms of just this short run. Yeah. Which well, I that don't picture, think is a bold statement. That picture, that picture of her alone, sometimes is, it's a moment. Yep. And yeah, it, it, I was and saying, she's wearing a SmackDown t-shirt. She signed, but she's still, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... It doesn't matter that, that much. That sucks, but... But it does matter in terms of them being reckless with the writing and the talent and accepting the fact that we're going to watch and we're going to go regardless. It's almost not, it's almost like the opposite of reckless. Like, it seems like despite... All these things that have happened organically, right? Uh, they're like, nope. We have this. We have the Survivor Series rubric, and we have to stick to the brand versus brand. So they're almost being not. They're almost being like too careful with the writing by like forcing it to like still fit within these parameters of this pay per view for no reason. Yeah. No. Absolutely right. They're, they're, they're reverse engineering it. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're right. I mean, to have sh- cow turn intuitive, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Whew. Technology today, not on lock. I mean, Here I, we go. I, I don't want to keep. Okay, I don't want to keep harping on the whole uh, Charlotte, but this is actually probably a more appropriate time to uh, critique having Charlotte as one of those people. So now Becky snapping her fingers, and why was Charlotte in that beatdown? Now it actually feels like it has continuity, but think about when they didn't know that Becky was going to break her face in that segment, right? and SmackDown would have been totally different. And so, yeah, Becky is officially out for Survivor Series. She has, uh, what they've said, a broken face, which I love. I love the vagueness of that. It's like they don't even say. Was it? I guess it was because it's not a. It, there's. It's there's not no, an orbital. It looks like it's a, probably a cheekbone something, or something because it, her nose isn't broken because both of her eyes are not black. Yeah, but one of her eyes, she has a cut along the edge of her eye. Like yeah. even that kind of cut. So it's whatever this with, is. Yeah, because it's too close to her eye. I think. But yeah, she has a broken face, and they said she also has a severe concussion, which. Uh, I to me it doesn't feel true. It, it, most time you have a concussion, you don't cut a promo the next night. But I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I they know used to wrestle the next night. I mean, right. now they with, they have different protocols. I think that these people are built differently. I think in a different era, Becky would have wrestled. Thank God, thank God she's not, and that they're taking it too ser- seriously. But you know, they always like go bad on the doctor. She's like, and believe me, I would compete. You know, like, yeah. but they're not letting me. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Right. So yeah. she'll survive this too. I mean, it's it, if anything, it'll make it better. When she comes back. Right. So, I mean, Nia Jax, like, ripped Oof. her in the face. Like, really just punched her fully. Uh, you know, and uh, what a what a fucking bummer. Yeah. It is such a bummer. Again, like we're saying, she'll come back. Like, probably the match now is Rousey Becky for Mania. Oof. I think it actually works out for her really nicely. Yeah. Uh, this whole week elevate. And that look, this is what's so fucking dope about wrestling is that. You see somebody elevate their status. Elevate. She was already in high regard, but her status elevated, very, like uh, to the moon this yeah. week. Yeah, she's now and then now. You know, we all know about the ebbs and flows of injury, and like she'll be gone a little bit, getting rehabilitated or whatever. Or you know, I don't know how they'll play it, but she won't be wrestling. And they she'll have just, a real opportunity to put her in that stone cold hurt spot as the you know. Yeah, they might they might hit hit uh, hit it hard on the rumble. I think she'll hmm. be on TV, but I think she'll have like a big match at Rumble, maybe or maybe win the. Oh no, she's the champ. So uh, something 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 uh, reigniting with Rousey actually maybe in the championship right. match. Uh, 
something. Something cool is going to happen. But what's interesting is she kind of leapfrogged Charlotte in a way. Uh, Charlotte made her look like a million bucks and was a huge part of this uh, ascendance from mm -hmm. Becky. Yeah. And it's interesting now how r the real life circumstances almost ensured that Becky and Ronda might be that historic, finally uh, headlining WrestleMania. Two finally. And, and then you consider, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going on. Yeah. I'm just going forward. So uh, Charlotte, Charlotte and Ronda, I always thought was going to be the, 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 something that could potentially headline WrestleMania. I think that was the plan. And exactly. I think they just swapped. I think they, what they've done is they swapped it here. So that's why I'm saying Becky traded up in a way. And Charlotte's, Charlotte, unfortunately, you know, she gets a great match here at Survivor Series, but it has no build. Mm -hmm. it, it, she's not going to win, I don't think. No. Um, Ronda's going to win clean. Yeah. Yeah. And Ronda was going to win clean over Becky also. So that's another reason why she actually dodged a bullet. Because I, I I don't think they would. I think they would just have Ronda beat her. Because I think they know Becky would bounce back. And uh, I think actually this goes, speaking to your point a little bit, is in terms of the women's division, I think... We're seeing it settle in a sense that we're finding out as it becomes a fully three-dimensional, as it becomes a, uh, this is harsh to say, but as it becomes like a real division, mm -hmm. and you think of it in terms of the men's division, and not to be like comparing men to women or anything, but let's say the, the men's division has been stacked for a very long time. I think that for a long time, they're like, oh, Charlotte is kind of this... Charlotte is the beacon, right? Like, Charlotte is the pinnacle. She's, she's the star the John on Cena. the Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. But I actually think Ronda is the John Cena of the division. Right. And in, in terms of, at which uh, she, she's, and, and then. Crossover Ron appeal and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Charlotte is becoming almost like a Triple H role. Like, mm. uh, not in terms of current Triple H, but like Attitude Era Triple H or something. Or yeah. a, a Ruthless Aggression Triple H where you're like, oh, they can always be main event. Not really anyone's favorite, it's uh, right. But you, when they're in the main event, you get it. Right. They get the job done. They're maybe technically more advanced than you care about. I think she's almost fall, falling there. I, you know, I think, uh, yeah, uh, that's how I see it. Where like Ronda is getting booed in the way John Cena gets booed, which is fantastic for the women's division. If you have, it's like, hey, here's someone we know they're good, but we cheer for the other person. That means people really care. You right. know, I, I do think it was a misstep for Ronda in the sense that they made her again. She was punching down on what Becky did to get to where, like, yeah. her careers. It's unbelievable. And, and, oh and yeah, did, I, did I thought she, they were walking it back, but they weren't. Did Did Ronda Rousey say that her mom would wake her up to break her arm? That her mom was somehow yeah, the. She said that a couple times that, like, in the middle of the night, her mom would try to snap well, her that, arm. That's, that's, that? that's a story she used to tell. Her mom used to, like, come back and, like, put her in a chokehold and make, make her defend it. Yeah. Because her mom was a judo, judo. Yeah. fighter, also, right? Not a champion, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think not her mom in the was Olympics. a judo champion, but not an Olympic not champion. Olympic like level. Ronda. But she was, like, an ultimate, like, like. So, like, Ronda, it's like Christmas morning. Ronda comes, little baby Ronda comes down for yeah. Christmas. There's a big box. She thinks it's a bike. She goes to open it. Her mom pops out, puts her in her rear naked. Hey, yeah. tries to choke her out. Hundred percent. Absolutely. It's just the ultimate coach move. Always coaching. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I would take that over my mother-in-law. Oh, hey, Daniel. Hey. Daniel. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I, I think that the women's division is settling in, in, in an interesting way, and I and I think actually this swap is a really good thing because Charlotte actually Charlotte Ronda 
is a match that, to be honest, I can't imagine caring about that build. The I haven't really cared about any. I've just been like Charlotte's the best women's wrestler, so she should be in the big matches. But I'm never truly excited. The only thing I love about Charlotte is I, I like she's got great wrestling uh, ability, and I, I the thing I look forward to the most are her entrances. Like yeah. she has a great look, great gear. I like the music. I love the uh, uh, the. They always have the pyro right for her. She feels she's a pretty good. He- she's a pretty good heel, just like yeah, Triple she hasn't H. Been heel in a while. Yeah, that's we're also forgetting. She she had a good heel run. Right. Uh, so, uh, Nothing uh, near what sh- Becky's doing now, though. No, because Becky's is more nuanced. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I think this is really good for Becky, and if Becky can, I don't know if she's going to vacate the title or not. No. But if Becky can. If she uh, if she could come back, I'm saying well, if she doesn't vacate, then she wouldn't be in the rumble. She would just keep the title, right? But if she could, come, I was like, yeah, if she wins the rumble. But I don't know. We're gonna that Becky Ronda match is now uh, Mania match. They know that it's gonna be dope. One thing I want to say about this actual segment is uh, the way it was shot was so cool on Raw because it was like all of a sudden they're like, wait, what's happening? And they almost did like a horror shot of like going through the locker room hallway and like things falling down. And then they cut to Becky and we didn't even know she was there. And this is like the third hour of Raw. And Ronda's already in an arm bar. Yeah. Disarmer. In a disarmer, right? In a disarm her. Um, And she's holding on to it. And then all the women are in the ring and then Becky's music hit. And when it hit, I was like, it was I, I had goosebumps. I thought it was fucking awesome. Well, it was just a real like she was seizing her moment. Yeah. You could tell she's she's doing everything right. She's got the disarmer strapped in, but she's also talking shit while she's doing it. You know, she's hitting she's 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 she's, she's her promos are on fire. Yeah. I mean, it's just her time. Uh, and, and and it's interesting how this maybe could have been the best thing because we got the image and we got the match we like couldn't have and now it's a tease for mania yeah, nothing I mean, will be better that you're, you're you're exactly right that just that pose of her with the arms out broken no, the blood all over her face uh the hands i thought were the coolest part yeah like her hands she were just blood covered in blood hands. yeah and she's walking through the crowd it's like shakespeare and yeah and she yeah she looked like a, a, a fucking vampire it looked <laughs> awesome like she just went through war and they're holding the arms out. That's going to be better than the match. We know that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it, it, the, the lead, I think everything has been done effectively. And they're just being like, you're not the baddest bitch alive. You're the luckiest bitch. I, that, I marked out, loved it. Who knows? Who knows what we'll see? Uh, uh, oh, no, Ronda's going over at Mania. But who knows? Maybe that'll break the streak. Or maybe the streak will be dead by then. I don't know. They're yep. not talking about her as a street because they just did it with Asuka, but she definitely obviously hasn't lost yet. Right. So the thing is, like, Ronda is in dangerous territory here because she's starting to get booed, right? So then as WB, they're like, oh, we got to protect this star or whatever. But I think even if she gets into some kind of Cena Reigns zone, she's undeniable because she's a, like I always say, the magic of Ronda Rousey is that she's the best UFC fighter, uh, you know, kayfabe wise, whatever you could argue, she's 
she could beat up any of them. Like, she's a big star outside of there in terms of actual combat. Mm -hmm. So you can't deny her. It's going to be very interesting, Ronda the person, how she does handle that, though. Right. Because Roman Reigns has incredibly thick skin when it comes to stuff like that. Cena would turn the audience on themselves right. and be like, uh, uh, and I don't want to attack Ronda, just the person, but we've seen her not handle Loss. uh, losses and just adversity. But just and, and criticism and just like actually the person getting booed. If she can repurpose this and really snap it into perspective, it, it would be a she could really hit the next level as, uh, as a heel, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're going to turn her. And I think that they're going to keep her face and she's going to become almost a maybe a female reigns. I don't know. It's yeah. going to be. I'm saying that that as a threat and I don't know how she would handle that. Well, I actually think that. Uh in terms of, I, I would like to, I'd be interested to hear what she would say if you just interviewed her, like, honestly, because... But people rarely get to do that, No, man. they rarely get to do she that. She doesn't she, face she, it. She protects herself very well. Yeah. Uh, and we, we know that she's S-A-W-F-T. Uh, we know that about her. Uh, so, but she, she, uh, uh, like, I, I wonder if uh, Becky got under her skin at all, mm -hmm. because this is truly the first time... Like, that Bella feud, she had her thumb on it. Like, she was on top of that, right? Yeah. This is a feud where she's feeling the Cena effect, where it's not going right. It's not going as scripted. She is right. the heel. Yeah. And they don't like her. They don't flat out, don't. when Becky is around, they don't like her. Right. You know yeah, what I'm well, Because they were so hot. I mean, this is like, I mean, hopefully WWE takes notice that when you take somebody who the WWE Universe loves right uh, and that they're behind <clears throat> rusev uh and you right. give them something to do the universe will take care of the rest and propel them to the heights of whatever they need it to be for the story to be important yeah uh and yeah so i just hope that i hope the wwe sees that in this well you know? it also doesn't help Rhonda that her promos i mean are taking jabs at millennials. By the way, she is one. Right. She's younger yeah. than and I am. Talk, and it was clearly written by like well, they're the same some, age. Some sixty-year-old dude. Yeah, they're also who's the just same. like you, wing-tipped hippies. <laughs> you with your shoelaces on backwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so bizarre. Yeah, like my dad. I know. Daniel, Daniel, this, Daniel is this is your, your father. father. Yeah. You know what? These millennial boys out there with their phones and, and their, their frozen jeans, <laughs> their jeans hug their ankles i can't everybody's in a startup <laughs> yes yeah, start disrupting the industries did you hear the silicon valley they're all <laughs> absolutely oh a startup back in my day all my jobs were a stop down <laughs> call, oh. call your mother <laughs> call yeah. your mother anyway if <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Becky is. Uh, I, I I think, I think. Well, I think Becky is now really locked in as the top. Uh, she's the top champion in the company right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no question. But I now and keep in mind. Cut to a couple months back, I didn't even like Becky. Right. When I'll say that, I really didn't like the gear. I still don't like the gear, by the way. Uh, but uh, I did not see that. I'll be honest. I did not see this in her. I did not see this level of charisma and this uh, com this comfortability mm -hmm. it, on on the stick. Like, I did not see her. She was doing the Becky Balboa. I mean, everything she was doing was so jabron to me. 
I remember Alexa Bliss was running circles around her, but they they gave Alexa Bliss the, the championship off of her. Yeah. I think she's supposed to go on a longer run. I think it's harder to be a face. They always say it. I mean, it's but to embrace it and to actually have lightning strike and also to to be surprised at how ready she was. Right. She just that's that's her as a person. She's ready for that. Being a heel and it's clearly easier, right? Yeah. But let's not. I don't. I let's look at Bobby Lashley. Right. They turned him heel. It's not like he's doing better. Sure. You know of what course. I mean? Like obviously you will do better, but there's a, a level of comfort that I think Sasha Banks will also slide right into once they make her a heel. Yeah. And there's just something about you. She's meant. Becky Lynch is meant to be a heel, which I don't think I necessarily would have thought. Where Sasha Banks, I know it. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's. Um, we all understand conflict so i think it's easier for people to like stir shit up than it is to like rally people in support of something as like a face and then also on some level um to be a heel right like you're like attacking the wwe universe you're attacking the fans uh and to be a face you want them to like relate to you so that they you know they, they feel for you when you win and when you lose uh and how could and this is i'm not making a joke but like how could somebody who's in like peak physical condition and is a wrestler be relatable to like the majority of like wrestling fans it's so much easier to like be other because they are and right. attack out than it is to get them to like support them because if you have a stupid look right. you're not going to you will not be a good face. Also, like, you know, I hate to say it, but this world is just a couple of haters. Yeah, I mean, people like Man, to two prove. Enzo references. Absolutely, huh? people. You know, uh, people. I mean, I, I was more of Big Cash. What yeah, do we got here? Oh, anyway, stop, stop, Can you imagine? Work I mean, that, can Workshop you that? Listen. It's crazy. The demise of those guys uh, uh, is uh, just insanity. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I always think of that moment. I think I've actually mentioned it maybe on this podcast in the WWE 24 when they told Enzo and Cass they were getting called up. And, yeah, Carmella and was Carmella wasn't behind. going. And just to think about how she's like just coming off a championship run in a bit of a jabron face thing, but making it work. I feel like, hey, we're the only podcast still talking about those. I jabronis. feel like Triple H, I feel like tri when I watch it, because I watch that, I feel like Triple H knew. That sorry, too low. By the way, I yeah. feel like Triple H knew that he had to separate them because right they were going to be dragging her down eventually. Wow, right. I you think, think he, knew. he saw it. Then? I think he knew. But, they, but uh, in hindsight, it's interesting to say that. But I mean, at the time, they were over like Rover with the with the promos, with yeah. the entrances. It was Road Dog. Uh, level they were doing new age outlaws whatever fuck those jabrones yeah they don't yeah, see, they yeah, don't yeah, seem like good guys um no. yeah i know really anyway um let's move on to uh, another congrats to becky lynch yeah. on one of the biggest on one of the biggest weeks and and look people will say professional wrestling they oh it's not good anymore blah 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 uh, okay i honestly uh, this week watching becky like that was one of the best moments of watching wrestling in the past like fucking five years uh yeah. it was awesome <laughs> it was in my at least top 30 moments of of a, uh, at least yeah of, of a raw it, it was awesome it's part of what makes wrestling awesome so fuck those haters to bring that back anyway um uh, uh let's move on and let's move on to, uh, so, listen, you know I like to talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin on this podcast a lot, because yeah. I've been listening to his podcast, and so Stone Cold, he he, he apparently is, <laughs> everyone sent me this article, apparently stopped drinking. He quit, no, no more Steve Weisers? He quit drinking and is now smoking marijuana. Oh my God. Which is like, how could... What? 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 Oh, oh, hell. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Stone Cold. Ooh. Oh, my God. You got to cough to get off, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even see you. You were hot. That's a huge bong. Yeah, you got damn right. It's a pretty, pretty badass bong I got here. I got loaded up with my own strain. It's called Stunner OG. It's crossed between San Fernando Valley OG and Strawberry Kush. Yeah, uh, wow. Stone Cold, what kind of what kind of marijuana are you dealing with there, man? You got like sativa, indica, hybrid, or what? What kind of buzz are, are you being introduced to? Like yeah. the different kind of feelings? Oh, yeah, man. it's like it's a it's a sativa hybrid, so it's kind of right down the middle. It's one of those gimmicks makes you feel a little bit uplifted, euphoric. It's got like a floral scent. I oh, look, I've been. I've been all over the internet getting briefed on all the new medical marijuana. Uh, It's great. Yeah, look, Stone Cold, I mean, I I think this is a big mistake, man. I mean, you know, the beers, drinking beers, I mean, you sell beers. Drinking Uh beers is like your whole thing, man. Yeah, well, look, I mean, look, it was taking a toll on my body. It was making me fat. And now, you know, I just sit back, I rip a fat bong, and I'll throw on a Michael Franny record, and I get my get my reggae on. Yeah, your reggae on? Yeah. Wait, so you're not listening to, like, country music? No, or, oh, hell no. Disturbed version of your song called Oh Hell No? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're not, like, what What? You're, what, 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 are you, what are you doing? On a, what are you listening to? What I do, I kick my poppin' edible, I kick back, put on some Pink Floyd, and I think about, I think about, about traveling the astral plane. Oh, I hate this. I hate this. Yeah, what you know, you used to always talk about huh? like traveling the road with Rick Rude and stuff like that, but now you're thinking about, you yeah. know, I want to imagine you talking about that kind of road, not about the astral plane so no, much. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. What I do is I get a little buzz going, get in a meditative state, and I attune myself to a higher vibration. Oh, uh, yeah. This is uh, this is making me skeeved out. Oh, if you uh, skeeved uh, out, how about I drop you on your crown yeah. chakra, stone cold stutter style, and leave you all twisted up like Indra's net. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, wait, what did you just say? Indra's I- net. It's a concept in Buddhism. Look, I get high and I watch YouTube. Have you been oh, hanging my. out with Alex Jones? I have. I hate the guy. He's kind of insane, but he's got the good weed. Wait, wait. So, so huh? I mean, Sunkle, that's so not badass, man. You sound like one of these like L.A. hipsters, man. It's like a new age bullshit, man. You got to kick ass. Give somebody a stunner. You're what still are doing, those shoes you're still you're doing a stunt called stunner? Those aren't like your boots. Those are like no. These are slippers that are uh, like they look like Homer Simpson's head. <laughs> you put your mat. You put your foot right in Homer Simpson. I've been watching a lot of Simpsons too. Oh my. I can't believe I never smoked weed before. This shit's great. All right, hey. So listen, you, uh, I'm gonna mash you up. Look, if you don't like it, I'm gonna mash you up like a sleeve of Oreos and a glass of milk. Oh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't. I don't want to hear about your your uh, your munchies, man. All right, so anyway, while you're here, this is awesome. This is awesome. You tell me, uh, you're taking a big yeah, risk. You got to get off, so brother. Look, I, I'm reading some rumors here. Uh-huh. That you're going to be wrestling at WrestleMania 35. Is uh-huh. that true? That's true. Wow, you're you're going to be. That's amazing. That's news. huge. That's yep. amazing. So what's going to happen? Are they going to throw you beers when you come down to the ring? No, no, no. They're going to they're going to throw vape pens. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to take a rip. I'm going to do it two times Tuesday. Get an indica one hand, get a sativa in the other. Take a whack of both of those sticks. If you if you're right, I almost said if you smell the rock is cooking. Look, brother. What's the rock? You're so high. No, I'm wondering what is the rock cooking? I'm hungry. Oh my Come on, god. Stone Cold, I want to see you. You don't even know who you are, man. Oh, who am I? Who is Stone Cold no, Steve Austin? No, don't make him paranoid. We don't want Stone yeah. Cold paranoid Steve Austin. Wait, but Austin. now he's rolling his eyes back like the Undertaker. Oh, oh. Hold on, he's going through something. Rip. Rest in peace spells rip. <laughs>
Like, I'm going to take a rip of this bomb. Oh, oh, I don't God. think you need another bomb. Okay. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> so, are you still Stone Gotta Cold Steve Austin? Or um, are you changing your name? Stoned Cold Steve <laughs> oh, Austin. Yeah. I had a feeling. Stoned Cold Steve Austin. This is a real bummer for me. Would you, I mean, do you want to just give me one? I, I, I'm reading here that you, you wanted to apologize to Vince McMahon for your feud? Oh, yeah. Look, look, uh, Vince, if you're listening. I took it too far. I shouldn't no. have tried to kill you. No. I shouldn't have. I look, when you're in uh, when you're in the hospital, I shouldn't have impersonated a nurse and beat you over the head with a <laughs> bed pan. But that uh, was an iconic moment. So I shouldn't cool. have. No, I shouldn't have uh, also impersonated a firefighter and infiltrate the control room. Look, I went out of my way to make your life hell, and I'm telling you right now, thanks to God's green goodness. From the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is why you've been on your podcast talking about just driving around, <laughs> taking another rip. Unbelievable. Weeds for smoking, brother. I gotta, I gotta get into my lungs. All right, Stone Cold, you gotta get out of here. We gotta, we gotta cover right. more of wrestling. I'm gonna go hit up uh, Fat Burger. Yeah, okay. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Wow, that was a What's bummer. That smell? That bummer. Oh, yeah, well, it's, we shouldn't even explain. Yeah. Right. Smells right. like a stink. Uh, man, let's move on. I think the next thing we should talk about um, is, we. I think we should talk about, uh, uh, we should talk about uh, Enzo and Cass again. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about <laughs> the new, well, we got to move on to Smack It Down quick. <laughs> SmackDown coming back to Friday. Smackdown, SmackDown, it's on Friday. What do you do? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. All right, anyway. <laughs> we have that song and it's not for a year. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Fox, Fox, Fox. All right, SmackDown. Daniel Bryan is the new world heavyweight champion. champ. What is happening? Heel champion. In a week, think about it, a week ago, we had Daniel Bryan and, and Miz... As the co-heads of the Survivor Series team, which I applauded, I thought it was very cool because they were like kind of getting along. I thought that was cool, and like obviously, like I'm saying, we don't give a fuck about these Survivor Series teams yeah. at all. Like those matches, we don't care. They're almost like we said, like weird traditions. You yeah, know? we were glad they were like threading some storyline within the match. Right, but that's that's happening with you know. Uh, we equated them to family reunions last week. <laughs> yeah, They're just like you gotta go. You, it's you could skip a year seeing the weird. Touchy cousin, right. but uh, you gotta go because everyone's going. You'll be the asshole. So that's kind of what it is. I mean, that's me and you going. But now, in the, a one week span, Daniel Bryan has turned heel and become the champion of AJ Styles, who was champion for almost one full year. Maybe actually would have been an exact year, but he became the champion the week going into Survivor Series. And now he lost a very it a week switch. going into Survivor Series. So, how did full you guys year. feel oh, yeah. about this? turn and this championship switch did you feel good about it did you like watching it uh yeah i mean he did he cheat to yeah. win low yeah, blow. Yeah, 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 low and blow. so you but right? not like a shinsuke low blow. can we can we say that you i mean you talked about that weeks ago yeah so i you know i got a lot of credit on the facebook page this is what i wanted from daniel bryan i actually was very very happy with this yeah and also disappointed with it as well like why I had a so i'll tell you i had a couple <laughs> Well, Defend your position. I'll tell you why, okay? I'll tell you why. Real quick, so, he stomped on his head ooh, very hard. hard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Good. I mean, look, guys, I think that the I mean, past AJ, too, from what I've heard about AJ in the past, AJ probably told him, like, 
Oh yeah, kick me. Yeah, AJ's the best. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I love AJ. You know that. I know, uh, uh, Skyler. You've been very critical of AJ, but my thing with AJ is that like if someone says to me, "I'm not a big, I'm not a fan," I go, or, or "I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his run." I don't defend it. I just say AJ checks my boxes. I love yeah. AJ. I've only been critical of AJ off air, by the way. And by the way, what I've been critical of was just literally the difference in performance of facials uh, uh, and and a little bit of promo work. He stutters all over the place. And, and I think Daniel Bryan outclassed him in that department. Oh, yeah. Did you want to cut that? I didn't know that that was a secret. Oh, no, no, no. No, no I would like to just Are you defend. breaking bread with AJ? I would just like to defend my, my, my position. Bread. I think he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I just oh, think. Time. No I mean, just the whole like, come on, Joe, come yeah. on, man. Like, yeah. you know, that's just, it's fine that we laugh about it. But I mean, when he has to really be forced to do something compelling, we all know someone like Daniel Bryan will like bring it in his eyes. Absolutely. And uh, that's what he did here. I think after when he held back his, his hair and did that creepy smile, I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. You so, know how to do it. Absolutely. So here, here's, and I'll give you my arguments here and you guys tell me how you feel. So Daniel Bryan, but by the way, the past three weeks when we've been reminded why Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. He's been bringing a work rate where they must have said to him backstage, like, look, you need to either like kick it up or like, we're going to run with you. It's, it's, it's time for us to see DB. It's yeah. time, like, it's almost like, Hey, we're going to profit off of these. Yes. His back shirts. As long as we can, we're going to play the nostalgia act card with you just to make some cash. Right. And we'll do that through till we can do it till the yes chance died down. And then now it's almost like they gave him the signal Yeah, and they're like, all right. And then now he's been wrestling way harder. He seems to be having a great time. His match versus AJ reminded me like why I love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. You know when you get in that zone, you're wearing the Dean Ambrose shirt. I bet you got in this zone. I know you've been in this zone where you're like, I'm criticizing him here. And you're like, ah, I can't really defend him. Yeah. He's having a, he had like a rough year. Yeah. He's not really bringing it. I think Daniel Bryan was in that zone where when a guy like Shebs would shit on him, he, I'd be like, I can't really defend him right now. I'm not seeing what I loved about him. I've been seeing it the past couple weeks. Yeah. So what I've been saying, what my storyline for Daniel Bryan is that we need to see him like descend into uh, like a madness of the fact that he does not have the ability he used to have as a wrestler. You yeah. know, but I was like, he needs to be losing, losing, losing. And then almost the mm. moment that happened this week that I thought was amazing is the low blow moment that I said on this podcast, I was like, Daniel Bryan should cheat to win and he should go back and listen. He should cheat to win. It should be a low blow and he should be like shocked. He did it. Yeah. He should be like, I he's got to a place of such frustration. And that is what happened this week. The subtlety of his heel turn was really great. Mm -hmm. Now he shocked himself. With how good it felt. He gave that low blow and he was like, what? That's not what I stand for. This is not who I am. Yeah. But he was like, man, did it feel good? Yeah. And he ran with it. And also yeah. the thing I like about Daniel Bryan is, uh, look at him. He looks tired. He looks like shit. He like in his face, like he's clearly in good shape, but look at his face. He looks run down. Yeah. Right. He looks like a guy who's like, uh, 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 who's it's not going right for him. This is not feeling right, but he hasn't said it. He's just looked like it. And that might just be like what he actually looks like. But I wouldn't be surprised if WB is like, we've actually been doing his makeup to look run down. I think that is giving WB way too much credit. Yeah. Um, I, not, I don't. That's. I don't want to be too marky, but I've. It's what I felt. So it has been working. So Daniel Bryan came out and was upset with AJ for just saying his name. That is like so irrational and cool. Like in a way where it's like he's so run down. He's like, just don't say my fucking name. You know what I mean? Like, just don't say my name. Like I'm like, 
You know, you made me tap the other week. I got no excuse for that. He literally was like, I have no excuse. You beat me. You bested me. Just don't say my name. And he, it's like, he's, AJ said, Daniel Bryan. He fucking snapped in that moment. And he didn't even realize it. Yeah. And he didn't even like just say like to taunt him with it. He, he didn't really lean into that. He, he kind of used it in decent context. He's like, look, all I'm saying is I just came out here and I was like, when I beat Daniel Bryan, I mean, that could could be pointed. But AJ doesn't do that because right. he's a face. So he just kind of said it bl- plainly. And then Dan, which I think made it even better that Daniel Bryan's like, I said, don't. He just yeah. that's he said, I, don't, I said, I, like he's like he was a guy very clearly at his wits' end. Yeah, like he's at that moment where in Jackie Brown, where De Niro shoots that, that <laughs> woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, like, uh, uh, which I don't condone or anything. It's uh, but he literally just goes like, just don't talk, just don't say anything, just don't, and he just shoots, and that's the moment that happened. So I thought that in in that case was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's almost I, like he's I, like, I love that. It's like when you're so. Just when you're so at your wit's end and you're like looking to pick a fight with somebody. So right. you like you pick the thing that they're doing and then you say, stop doing that. And it's for no other reason than like, I know you're going to do it again because I want you to do it again because I'm going right. to fucking yeah. blow up. on you. Well, Daniel Bryan was having like an experience that he wasn't fully in control of. Like his right. brain was taking over, which is kind of what you were saying, Skylar. It was like uh, he didn't even real he heel turned. When he when he tapped to AJ, he heel turned, right. and he didn't realize it until <laughs> he gave that out of frustration low blow. And it's coming from the fact that he can't, he can't, he's not winning the way that he used to win. Right. People are not yes chanting the way they used to yes chant. To be honest, they're not. He when he came out, everyone's doing it, but it feels like they're just doing it because they're supposed to. Right. It's like why I I'll I'll do when I'm at shows if. I'll do like something I'm not the that Kurt, into the Kurt just Angle to be part bit. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, if, if a wrestler has something like for, the wave, it's yeah. like doing the wave at a baseball game. It's like, I'm not like a big wave guy, but it comes around. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to be the guy who doesn't do it. Right. So, like, oh, we're supposed to yes, Chad. It's literally on the Titan Tron. Yes. It's got the hands. It's telling yeah. you what to do. Yeah. But if, if the wrestler has something that the audience, that the, the universe can also do, they'll do it a hundred percent of the time. So Daniel Bryan needed this, this, Refresh now. Even during the match, Daniel Bryan was wrestling heel before the low blow. He was throwing AJ, who is a guy who uh, a couple weeks prior was like, "Let's have two two big faces, big time faces." Were like, "Hey, let's let's have a wrestling match." Yeah. And Daniel Bryan lost it to it. He tapped out, and this time he threw him into the turnbuckle very early in the match. Isn't it crazy? On the outside, we were saying that maybe that he because he lost clean, and it's like, oh, it must be how he got he got punished right. for pulling out of Crown Jewel. I know. But now he's the champion, so yeah, it's like worked, worked about that. hard. We got hard. very hard. But okay, but here, okay. So I love that, and uh, 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 I, I so I loved all that. Now here's okay. So do you all agree that was dope? All yeah. the stuff I said. Yeah. So undeniably dope. Yeah, and also he has to be a heel. The the writing for this character is like it's it's do you a heel. Think this He's was like gonna a happen- privileged dude at this point or whatever. Yeah. Do you think that this pivot was gonna happen without Becky? And I know it's well. That's that's the next part of this. Is that like was my only beef with this is the feeling that I couldn't shake was that. Like, this was because Becky got hurt. I think so. They had, like, to, they had to put something on the card that it was like, ah, the Charlotte swap is like, well, that's kind of cool, but we're missing that, like, je ne sais quoi. And then they're like, oh, shit, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, and I have, like, a se- we had a split second to digest that right. as it was going off air. I don't even think they, oh, they kind of said it. V- Vince didn't have, Vince didn't, it felt like Vince didn't have faith in the fact that 
an AJ Brock as the main event of this Survivor Series without the Becky Ronda match. I, I don't think he felt. I don't think he was feeling it. Which and is last, funny because last year he, he did the same would, thing. But yeah, AJ that, was on the other side of it. And that hurt it last year. To me, that last year that that hurt this moment because I knew last year they they gave Alexa the belt over Natty last second, remember? Mm-hmm. And then they gave the Beastmaster Jinder Mahal, WWE Champion Jinder Mahal. They gave it to AJ. They swapped it because they didn't like the way the Survivor Series card. And I, I, it almost feels like they swapped it because of almost like ticket sales. I want to yeah. say, I'm reading right now that uh, someone was saying that tickets to Raw and SmackDown are super cheap uh, oh, really? here, right? So, uh. Yeah, I, th- that's the only thing that hurt it for me is that it didn't. It's like, oh, it wasn't the plan. But it's almost like, does that matter? I don't know. Mm-hmm. My other, so that's my beef is that I felt like it was rushed because it's like you just set up they were going to be co-captains. Okay, my other beef with it is, I don't know if he needed to do this full snap. You guys seem to love it, so I might be. And and speaking about it now, I dig it. But I almost would have liked to see. Not full heel mode. It's almost my beef with Ambrose, which we haven't got to yet, where it's like, I wouldn't mind him doing the low blow winning and then walking to the back with the belt being like, do I feel good about this? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, especially mm-hmm. having him go into this Brock Lesnar thing. That's a heel versus heel fight now. Right. And he was uh, stopping his head, which was fucking awesome. But Daniel Bryan snapped and it had nothing to do with Miz. Well, the only thing that confused uh, exactly. And the and the only thing that and so now what happens with that, you know, cuz now you got two they're both heels uh and then Well, I think we're going to get a Miz face turn. Oh, wow. I, I think that's what we're going to get. And, I, and I've been saying it on this podcast for a while, which is that we're not going to get that story of Ms. Daniel Bryan the way we think we're going to get it. No, it happened. Because happens. everyone's way ahead of it. If yeah. you're in a writer's room, you're you're not going to say, hey, eight months from now, we're going to have we're gonna have Daniel Bryan win the Royal Rumble. We're going to have uh, Ms. be the champion. They're not, and, they, and they've worked us along the way. We did not expect at Crown Jewel, which was supposed to be, which didn't happen, but we didn't expect... AJ, uh, Daniel Bryan to win that number one contender spot. We didn't expect it. Right. And we wouldn't expect a heel Daniel Bryan to have that title. And maybe Miz wins the Royal Rumble as a heel and is like, wow, and I have to go against this face. And then, truthfully, but the brilliance of it is that Miz was the heel. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan was the heel of it all along. <laughs> he was a dickhead on Talking Smack. Right. He called out Miz. Saying you're not a good right, he said right. you don't wrestle well. Wow, as a guy who couldn't wrestle, that does it, I said it on well. this podcast is that he is that it was that was a heel thing to do. So right now maybe we have they Brian. maybe they double down or 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 maybe they just yeah they could keep it going or 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 do it in a way we never thought. Maybe they will right. and it'll be truly face heel a face heel swap. It's a little rush for me is what I'm saying. Right, that's well, all. Well, also. Um, Inherently, the mat like let's just talk about the matchup between Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar since we, we which by the way on the podcast this is like one of my dream matches like I am way more excited than AJ. Brock. However, what is it the classic case of though David versus Goliath? Yeah, and you have David who's kind of like a heel on his brand, right? So he's got to wrestle extremely face. I mean, just by nature of the fact that it's a huge size difference, right? So I that's going to be interesting. I don't know what this match yeah, looks I see like. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, Daniel Bryan... It's, it's naturally predisposed to the, the underdog being 
Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be hard do to it? turn is, that. Is Daniel Bryan going to be, is Brock the face? I'm talking strictly from workmanship. Like the yeah. way is Daniel Bryan going to use a bunch of cheap shots in Brock, whereas normally he would just be flinging himself around to just, you know, throw stones at the giant as the giant is wobbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I wonder, yeah, well, maybe it actually makes know. it even more hardcore. I don't know. But. To be honest, I'm more excited for it than than Daniel Bryan yeah. versus then Brock a- and AJ versus Brock. DB. But but DB as a face, I'm more excited with him being a heel because now we don't even know what to expect from it. That's where true. you know to expect the classic, he's gonna Hulk up, we'll do the flip up, he's gonna power up and and be able to overcome the odds, and then maybe Daniel Bryan will still Brock will still win, but he he would take an extra five or two. Right, we, we know what that looks like, and we just saw it with Strowman. So. Uh, even though Strowman's a beast, it would be almost the same thing. Now we have Daniel Bryan, who possibly might get in Brock's head. He might hit him in the nuts. He might have brass knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, great. can we just, like, I feel for AJ. Like, he cannot escape getting punched in the dick. I mean, no wrestler's been hitting the nuts more times than, uh, <laughs> Yeah, AJ Styles, that is a stunning He's not going to be adding it was a very... any more dates on his tattoo anytime yeah. soon. It's a very anticlimactic loss for AJ. Like, it was this title run that we were talking about snapping CM Punk's record, and he's been the champion for a year. You'd think you'd want to have that be, like, a mo- when he drops it, it's like a marquee moment. And, sure. You know, but, I, I, again. Maybe he's hurt. That's the other thing I was thinking is AJ. I don't know. He, he, he was going. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, so Daniel Bryan's a heel, and I'm, uh, I'm very excited to check it out. Uh, uh, so, all right. Cool. Let's move on for a second. Wait, real quickly Bro, before you ring the bell. Brock Lesnar uh, this week uh, on Raw. Are you said, talking about the Jew line? You should really, you should really hear this. After all, you are Jewish to Paul Heyman about Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Yes, which so, was what just the fuck, the weirdest fucking random peppering of anti-Semitism, like like Jewish joke. Which I know I'm like oh, one of the resident Jews here, but literally it was just the clearly the only line that he he, he and it was clearly yeah. improv. Yeah. It wasn't scripted. Yeah, I so, mean, when when you look like a guard in like fucking Castle Wolfenstein. You probably shouldn't be throwing around Jew jokes. Yeah. So I, I, I it's weird because it's like it. it uh, I've been on a chain. People were bothered by it. They thought it was very strange. I'm trying to. It doesn't even make sense to At me, really. All. Like, you sure. say it's anti-Semitic. Uh, it's no, it's like, not even anti-Semitic. It's just tone deaf. I'm just like, wh- how dumb. Like, I, I, I think him and I think he was like, Brock doesn't give a fuck. So part of I think the way I interpret it is that Brock's brain goes like. Whatever I I, I, don't, I I don't follow any eat, rules. Fight, sleep, repeat. No, but I think he fucks around with yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how his brain goes. Well, you guys know his task list. <laughs> it's it's uh, uh uh what is it? Conquer. <laughs> I don't know. Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. Eat, sleep, conquer. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> anti-Semitism. <laughs> but I think he was like he was kind of like I don't I, I I none of the rules here apply to me. I'm not PG. I don't even I'm not even on the show almost. And then he was like, oh Heyman, who's his real manager, right? Was uh, uh was like, he was uh, he, he was like, hey, we joke about our you. I call him a Jew all the time. Right, and, that's the thing. And, totally and he, right. And yeah. he was like, I- I'll say what I would say off screen, on screen, and that was a, a, what he thinks is a joke. Right. Brock Lesnar, we know, is not like uh, a comedian. Yes. So that's why I wasn't really offended by. I'm it. Not, I think he thought like, hey, you're Jewish. You actually pray. I don't fucking pray. I have no god. You should. I think that's why I, I am a god. So the, the reason why I, I I'm not offended. Right. That's not the right word because uh, especially in this culture, you have to be. 
careful when you really actually get offended truly by something. I think it was one of those moments where I was like, can you just like hide it, buddy, for a second? <laughs> yeah. like, it's almost it's like, like your friend, you're like, don't say that here. Yeah. Like, you know, it was one of those moments where I'm like, come on, man, we barely hear from you. And they're like, by the way, it is. making fun of gender. Being a baby face, being like, just Come on in. speaking with you the. To Paul Heyman, like, you should really hear this, Paul. Don't it, you know you're Jewish yeah. there? Yeah, it makes no sense. Why? It, it, it's a, it's like so stupid. Yeah, he's like, you're Jewish. You should hear this. It's a a, a, a mantra, which is actually not religious, right? Well, I'm a, I mean, no. It's but what? By the way, the whole the they gotta get rid of the Shanti oh, thing like so yesterday. Fair. Can he have a couple like different phrases at least? Yeah, he's the most one-dimensional character since Doink the Clown. Now, <laughs> I mean, it's like what, he literally just says one word. Yeah. But what, what, having a mantra is that is that religious? I, I'm ignorant here. I think it's Buddhist, right? Well, yeah, it's spiritual. I wouldn't call yeah. it religious, right? Yeah. So what is that? So it's like, oh, you're Jewish. I th- it, I I think Brock meant to be like you. You have religion. I actually think he thinks it was like being respectful, right? Which that's anyway, whatever. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm about just it. saying it's such a white man thing to literally be like Indian Jewish. You're all the same, right? right. I don't know. I'm white, right? I mean, <laughs> if a uh, gun to the head is Brock an anti-Semite, gun to the head, you will be shot if you say <laughs> the wrong answer. Is he an anti-Semite? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying just go to the head. I, pro- I hopefully I'm wrong, but uh, if my life's on the line, I'm gonna, I'd say probably he's uh, a <sighs> sympathetic. Yeah, I don't at know least he's the all right. Whatever. All right, we're trying to right, serious let's move charges, on from this Dan. weird, weird, weird thing that I was actually about to bring up. Okay, but let's just bring things back. I want it. All right, let's hear one cash in on the Daniel Bryan thing before we go, because we have a bunch of them. And Welcome I to the most must listen to podcast, Cash In in Cow Nation history. Welcome to Ms. Mark TV. What up, Cow Nation? This is the LaCroix boy, Aaron Whitelaw, cashing in about that travesty that took place last night when Daniel Bryan beat AJ Styles. I'm sure all you Daniel Bryan marks are real excited about being worked. You know what? I think I saw that same story. Oh, Daniel Bryan snapped? Oh, I saw it two weeks ago on Raw with Dean Ambrose. You know what would been a good story? Is Daniel Bryan losing it, cheating, and then still losing? Because you know who deserves that belt. Yeah, that's right. Two-thirds, the best wrestler in the world, The Miz. The guy who beat Daniel Bryan two out of three times. But I guess someone should tell The Miz the only way he can get a title shot is if he grows a shitty beard and delivers his lines poorly. I think... The Survivor Series card Jeez, keeps I getting do. worse. We got the Purple People Eater, Brock Lesnar, fighting. I'm going to start a change.org petition to make them as a WWE champion because I think we all deserve a musty champion. Okay. Right. That you know what? Cheers up. Cheers up all right. Cheers I would up. say this, and you know I don't do this often, but dude, you're getting worked, man. Like, yeah. you're getting yeah. worked. We're going to see Daniel Bryan Miz at WrestleMania. Like, you're going you're gonna to get the match you want. Uh, they're, they're keeping Miz away from Daniel Bryan on purpose. All of us feel no sense of resolution, and they're putting the they're doing everything we want. Now the title is involved in that picture, right? Yeah. So we're getting that. So And now you're going to have Miz as probably a face. So uh, I'm a Miz Mark as well. You guys know I go to parties and get embarrassed saying <laughs> that Miz is uh, um, by uh, saying Miz is, I think, the guy doing the best work in the company. Uh, and uh, by the way, Patreon bonus episode out right now of the Marine Six. Yeah. 
uh, with the Miz in it. And uh, let me tell you, he's doing better work in the ring. But uh, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's he's doing better work in the ring. Let's move on. He mentioned Rollins Ambrose. Let's move on to that. So, look, Ambrose cut a, a promo from uh, listen. The, the visual of this, speaking similar to the to the uh, Becky shot of coming the, up and she's already in the, the disarm her. Yeah. Dean Ambrose sitting on the hood of a car in the very clear freezing cold next to a fucking bonfire. <laughs> That's everything I want from professional wrestling. Fantastic. Lo- loved it. Yeah. Dean Ambrose performance. Fantastic. The guy is extremely comfortable on camera. Uh, uh so that's the stuff I liked about it. I thought he cut a very proficient promo, but I will, I will warn everyone, we are falling down the same Dean Ambrose rabbit hole that we always do, which is the lunatic rabbit hole, the gimmick of I'm crazy and I don't make sense. And we've seen it in Bray Wyatt, where Bray Wyatt has cut amazing promos, some of the best acting we've ever seen in professional wrestling history. Yeah. The, he, Bray Wyatt probably is the best actor in WWE. He doesn't have his own movie. That what? guy, that he's unbelievable amazing how, how his awareness of the camera and how he uses it and how he's so small and how he delivers parables i mean i used to watch his promos and be like hey forget the fact that this is the same old shit it's yeah. just it's it's amazing nightmares man there's nightmares in the world and sometimes how these nightmares they're in your head man and sometimes well, I'm the nightmare, Jack. Guys, Bray Wyatt is in studio Ooh, here. I'm feeling kind of spooky, man. Yo, Bray Wyatt. Oh, we were talking about your. We were just discussing your acting with Skyler Essen, who's a, a big time working actor, movie yeah. star. Yeah. Uh, 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 and 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 maybe you guys could uh, maybe we could do kind of like a I don't know maybe like an inside the actor studio yeah. situation. Well, he's here. already he's been training me, man. He's he's taught me about You've having been training Bray. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to say it, but that's kind of a situation that that's why I th- I respect what he's doing so yeah. much. He wow. taught me so much about having uh, like my character needs. To have an inner life, right? And so that's what I'm thinking about the whole time, man. That's why I'm always thinking about nightmares and spider webs and little greasy cockroaches and gross yeah. things, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it seems like you're all over the map there, though. I mean, Skyler, you're his teacher. Why is he not just saying sensical sentences in a row? I mean, it's all too poetic for me. Well, what we kind of try to do in my studio is find everything that's underneath, everything that's in the subconscious. Right. We we think about things that are in past lives. Uh, and and, and w- the basic thing that I taught Bray here is to have an extensive backstory. Yeah. So if you're referencing things from your past, if you're talking about about sisters that we may never see or houses that we that we can only imagine um, to describe them in great detail and even be very tangential at times. I always wow. I always find is very important as long as you are saying it in the proper cadence while looking to the camera, allowing it to do a slow zoom. They have no choice but to use that that footage. So wow. that's why Bray gets such long promos, even when he makes no sense. And of course, we got rid of the Hawaiian shirts, and that was just mainly an aesthetic thing. Yeah, I mean, I like the one. Well, maybe I should try this technique quick, like dig deep into what I'm like, you know? Yeah, yeah man. It also by. helps if you think about spooky things. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's think just, about skeletons and I, like weird bats that go. Yeah, yeah, everything he's saying is very Halloween, even to the specific of the electronic bat that people have. Uh, everything is... Ho- I'm just realizing it. Everything you say is trick-or-treat based. That's right. I want you to think about your little piece of candy in like a little kid's pillowcase, man. And inside that pillowcase, you think you're a special piece of candy, but you're not. You'd like every other piece of candy, man. 
You're yeah. not. You're a conforming piece of candy. Yeah. All right, maybe can we move away from the trick or treat? Maybe like go somewhere else in your mind. Well, okay? remember we did a whole thing, and it yeah. is Thanksgiving coming up. So remember all the ghouls and the goblins and the. Um, oh yeah, that's right. The gobblers this time though, because it's a turkey. Picture, if you will, a table adorned with all kinds of festive foods and centerpieces. And in the middle, there's an empty plate. And what's this? Aunt Barbara forgot to bring the cranberry sauce, man. Yeah, this is not an intimidating promo. It's just about all American but holidays. But it's detailed. I don't know. I think, Skylar, with all due respect, you all know, you you're want my buddy. It's right? some you're cranberry sauce that's in the shape of a can because somebody just tapped it on the side and it plopped out, man. Yeah, and not to disrespect your teaching, but can, I, can sure. I take the reins here for a second? Yeah. Bray, Bray, I want you to think about the championship and how great it felt to to hold, be the heavyweight champion at, at going into a WrestleMania in Orlando in front of 70,000 people. Talk about that. I wanted to be the champion. Go, go. Sometimes life is like a haunted house that you put up inside of your own house and you put it on LA Weekly and people show up and then you charge an admission and it's just you and your friends and you're having a good time for Halloween, man. Make sure to check your candy. Don't eat anything that your parents haven't checked, man. Okay, all right. this is a lost cause. Break, you gotta go. You gotta, we gotta get back to this hey, podcast. I'll see you Thursday at 11. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I'll Venmo you, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my God. Well, it's, uh, now we know that Skylar Essen is Bray's trait, uh, is Bray's acting coach and is, uh, to be honest, I'm gonna be frank, I think you're, you're misguiding him, but, um, so I mean, what I'm saying is that Dean Ambrose is falling down the rabbit hole of crazy where it's like yeah. I don't I don't have to tell you anything and he gives you bits and pieces of what he's thinking about but not in a way where it's like I'm like interested in unraveling on like unraveling the, the like the, the the puzzle you know like it's like uh like he's kind of just like oh maybe uh, uh the he's like I shouldn't be treated like a charity case he dropped that and then he said uh, the shield made me weak and, and, and dropping things. Oh, maybe I was, maybe I've been myself the whole time and you were too selfish to see it. And it's like a bunch of motivations, but it's not, it's not clear. Right. And he also was my mistake. I think here is he was mad at Roman also like Roman's healthy. Right. Right. I, I fucking hated that. I was like, well, he should be like, yo, without Roman, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But instead it's like, why does everything have to be? Such cookie cutter, good guy, bad guy, and I think that's where Dean Ambrose is headed. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't trust anybody, and it's not specific. We always say that about about his, uh, well, just him, kind of in general. Is the cra- the the what do you say? The situation with just being crazy, right? He's it's 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 like you know when we talk about it in improv, like an improv scene. If you're like my character is just crazy with no justification, no motivation, I'm just nuts, and you can't follow me. You hit a wall of yeah. people caring because you're like, ah, they're just nuts. You write them off. They can't be your favorite because you can't connect. You can't connect to crazy. Now that there's no logic to crazy, so you can't mathematically heighten crazy, right? right. So you just go crazy. It's just random, 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 random. It's chaotic. It's like, yeah. Right. I've Where said this before. It's why I don't like Lord of the Rings is that like it's just a bunch of random scenes. You could swap out whole segments, plug a new segment in. He's not a giant spider. It's a giant dragon. It doesn't matter. It's all random, and I, I don't get into it. Uh, same thing if you want to go even... It's like uh, Alice in Wonderland, which I I like the flavor of it, just like I like the flavor of Bray and the flavor of Dean Ambrose. But in that, it's like, oh, I stopped by a, all right, I'll stop by a tea party, and then up oh, there's a cat and this, and then up oh, I just wake up. I mean, in that defense, it's about like being on acid. LSD, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, which again doesn't work for a character. You right. know what I mean? Like it's hard to be right when you put on, on drugs, drugs yeah. in, a, in, in a scene. It makes it tough. I want to know why are you taking drugs? Right, right, right. right, right if right. Bray's a cult leader, why do we take drugs to get in a higher plane? Think about the movie Mandy. The bad guy Mandy's a cult leader, and they're all on drugs, right? Mm-hmm. But in the movie, he has a like he has. He gives you, you know, with that whole character inside and out. You see how he's broken. He's been shunned from Hollywood, Alex Jones style. Right. And he's like, he's drugging to fucking justify his failure. Right. Right? There's none of that here with these characters. Check out Mandy. Great movie. <laughs> fantastic yeah, yeah, movie. I, yeah. You got you to gotta see I it. I still it's, have to see it's it. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, I've watched it like four times. It's fantastic. But Dean Ambrose, I think, falling into that. Now, you guys agree with me there. The next thing about this moment was... Dean Ambrose does not look cool to me right now. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you guys feel there? You're too about his style. It doesn't bother me. Okay. No, I mean, considering it, that I'm dressed literally like him right now, I think his style's okay. Yeah, right, right. But you look cool to me, bro. Uh, thanks. It's the first time you've ever complimented me. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I know. For I an ugly guy, you look all right. <laughs> I am <laughs> telling you. <laughs> hey. We'll see how his gear looks when he wrestles. We haven't actually seen that yet. Yeah. Heel Dean, how he actually, wrestles. Actually, ha- I have on house shows. Oh, I right. saw a clip, and it, it didn't look great to me. It was, uh, yeah. uh, I think, he was still in a, still wife beater. I couldn't tell actually. It was really whitewash. I couldn't tell if it was a white wife beater. But he had an elbow pad on. He's wearing those same pants to wrestle. But I, I guess what I'm saying is that like when I look at his hair, right? And I'm not being critical of balding, right? My hair's falling out. I get it. Uh, the phase he's in right now is the Rocket WrestleMania 18, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where right like and I don't, if you, I'm saying if you're the Rock and you go back and you look at that hair that phase you're in would you be like I like that or would you be like I should have shaved it earlier? It should be yeah shaved it earlier. We, right? Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? The Rock in 18? Where like when the Rock once it lost the height, <laughs> right. like which was all it was like oh and then. He shaved it, like, right? That's yeah. an well, in-between that thing, phase. There's that thing you say you can look at any picture from five or ten years ago, and you'll be like, what the hell was I doing with my hair? Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? So there's there's that whole idea as well. And you're just seeing ahead with Dean. You're like, this is the awkward face. It's, I mean, it's an awkward face, but he's in his, like, prime right now. And I'm like, I just want to tell him, like, just fucking shave it. Here's what you need to do. And he'll, I mean, it would be hard for Dean Ambrose, the, like, actor, but uh, I would shave his eyebrows off, and I would give him weird, like, buzzer streaks through his hair like he tried to cut it himself so that he looks unhinged. Yeah. That way we don't have to, like, talk about how he's unhinged right. and then go down that rabbit hole. Right. Just have him look it and, you know, because it look, look crazy, but act with intention. Right. I wonder. I, I feel like I'm being harsh on his hair. I, I, I it doesn't feel. I would great. kill for his hair. <laughs> it doesn't feel <laughs> great to me. I'm just saying in terms of it just it's not what I would do if I was him. That's right. all. I wonder where he goes from here though. Like I, I just I I just wonder after Rollins, who does he go after? I like to book that far in advance because I'm like. Is he like a Randy Orton heel? No, because that's a little bit more like Viperish and, and Slytherin. Yeah. Right. So it's like, what is he? Well, yeah. Who he's, is? Well, he's a little more Gryffindor for me, but uh, uh, no, yeah, he's for sure Hufflepuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the other one. Yeah. Ravenclaw. Yeah. yeah. Ravenclaw. No one talks about Ravenclaw, right? No. No one. No one of import is a Ravenclaw. Shh, don't tell anyone. That's be my my next idea. The Ravenclaw movie. <laughs> just a bunch of people like, yeah, it's a, wait, just like remake Revenge of the Nerds, but it's Ravenclaw. And it's just like, no one talks about us guys. And they can't do magic. Bunch of bubbling fucknuts in Ravenclaw. <laughs> it starts with the one guy be like, no. You, you can imagine he's in front of the sorting hat. He's like, no, Ravenclaw, no. Ravenclaw, 
fuck this summer? <laughs> it just goes Ravenclaw. Yeah. I don't well, know. Hey, I, welcome to Ravenclaw. <laughs> so we take our. <laughs> oh, and it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's Bray Wyatt. <laughs> We're Ravenclaw, man. Yeah, but. Because uh, ravens are the scariest bird, man. Uh, the raven nevermore. Uh, so. Edgar Allan Poe was from Baltimore, man. It's a scary city, brother. Run. I, I will say. <laughs> Run. Uh, okay. So. But I will say that, in ter- similar to Natty Ruby Wright breaking the the glasses, Natty's dad's glasses last week. I feel like when he lit the vest on fire, there was a hushed silence in there. Like people got sad about that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so I thought that was very fucking cool. It was so clear it wasn't lighter fluid. He would have went on fire. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He poured lighter fluid all, all over, over his himself. Hands. Yeah. You ever see like videos of people doing that where they just get lit on fire? Yeah, like yeah. he did exactly that. <laughs> and it didn't and it didn't when he threw it in the fire, it didn't even make the fire bigger. Yeah. No. He didn't even submit it for your approval. Hello <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? The show? Are you afraid, Are you afraid of, the dark? of the dark? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah. What was that? What they put in the fire there? Just the, sand? It was yeah. like that stuff that you throw to, make it- to the Midnight Society. Yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, over dating ourselves. Yeah. Okay, I think uh, there's a subtle face turn of Stephanie happening, right? There's all we're we're, we're in shift here. She was very into Finn Balor this week, who claimed to be bullied. By the way, mm. Finn Balor was like, "Hey, I've dealt with bullies like you all the time." And you're like, "Dude, you've never been bullied." You're, uh, <laughs> that guy, that guy's a stud. Yeah. Cool abs, Balor. <laughs> hey, Balor. Nice hot girlfriend. Loser. <laughs> I bet you don't even know how to jerk off in a basement. <laughs> in Ireland, are the nerds the, the are the nerds the cool guys? Oh man, I mean maybe. Just being like, yo, bro, uh, like, don't even try to join my guild. Yeah. <laughs> don't even try, bro. No one would accept you. Maybe you should go to the gym with all the other losers. <laughs> yeah, man. Why don't you go to the yeah, absolutely. Uh looks like someone got invited to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna be doing magic over here yeah. later. That's Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw coming this summer. Balor is what he's definitely Gryffindor, right? Oh, hundred percent. I don't. I don't even. I don't know the. I don't know the distinction. Anyway, uh, that those are the main things from this week in pro wrestling. Yeah. I think uh, I would just like to look at this Survivor Series card quick and just. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I think I, I, actually before we do that, I'm going to bring that up. Let's talk war games quick. Yes. So I think that we're. I and I'm. I'm hoping and praying because I feel like it's time. I think maybe we get. Like a little bit of like an NXT invasion at Survivor Series. I'm hoping, Mole, if you're listening, I would love for that to happen. An invasion. I mean, uh, the, we've set president. The timing yeah. is no Come good. On. It's the, like because after Survivor Series, now we hit a wrestling lull until the All Rumble, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but this podcast will be fired up, baby. We always find a way to keep it spicy. But I could tell by. The, I can always tell by the listeners how many people are watching. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right now, you can feel like you, some of you guys are dipping out, and to be honest, you're missing out on some fantastic shit. Like I said, that Becky moment is one of the best moments we've had in wrestling in a, in a while. Um, and now we have this this cool Daniel Bryan heel turn. A lot happening, but uh, it is interesting. Like this War Games. I mean, War Games awesome. My, listen, I yeah. watch NXT. I watch it every week. I watch it after the pod, and then normally it's not relevant to talk about by we get to the next week, and um. Uh, uh, it's it's. I'm very excited for War Games, but my favorite thing about NXT is the fact that 
the times where I really care about it are quarterly, you know? Yeah. Right. Like when these big people, when the takeovers happen and I, uh, th- when they, you know, it's like, exc- oh, like, let's see. It feels like these moments, like these guys are really building up for these pay-per-views. Yeah. So it's like, let's see whose star will shine. Let's see uh, who's going to, who's going to, you know, come off. And I, I, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's gonna be just you know. I mean, this show is gonna fucking be amazing. I, I mean, Alistair Black has to come up at the Rumble or right. He, I mean, yeah. that, that guy yeah. is just—it's ready. Yeah. I uh, I think uh, we're gonna see Lars Sullivan uh, up on the main roster after Survivor Series. Yeah. That's my call. They, they could use a guy like him. Like I think he'll fit in nicely. He, you know, as as a foreign menace, you know, uh, he's he, from Colorado. Yeah, I know, but he looks so. I don't, you know, he looks so foreign. Oh, like he boy. has that Lars. He doesn't feel German. Here, German. I wish that they would stop. Is he German? Of German descent? I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know where he's from. But Sullivan's I was, Irish. I, was, right? I don't even think I've seen him cut promos, and I thought he was foreign. Um, because he reminds me of Walter, kind of. Oh, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 the thing I wish they would drop with him is that he has a genius IQ. Like I don't need that as part of Wait, his character. Did, I didn't really even realize they keep. They yeah, it, they, really? it's been since. Yeah, like uh, Morrow was like would like bring it up, and Nigel was like genius IQ on this guy too. <laughs> Not only is he a monster, but he's really smart. And it's like <laughs> I don't need that to be part of his Mama thing. Mia, yeah, it looks like he just recycled the whole encyclopedia <laughs> on that person. <laughs> he's yeah, he scored a thousand points on the LSAT. Oh my god! Just like those cool kids in yeah. Ballers Hall. Hometown. <laughs> All the cool kids get 1,600 SATs, which is now at a 2,400. All right, but yeah, uh, just looking over this card. So we have this Rollins-Shinsuke match, which literally, I kind of dug that Rollins was like, I don't really care about that match. <laughs> yeah. Rollins, and then Shinsuke was like, oh, I, almost uh, was gonna, I was almost no, going to. No, you can't. Yeah, uh, but I actually really dug Shinsuke's promo this week. Did I liked you? him. I did, yeah. I thought it was fun. Like, I mean, it was weird because... His English is really terrible, but I like that he's, he's like when he's reading. No, but when he's reading from a script because they did that like they did you like a little. Like they, well, they did like a little doc about yeah. Shinsuke. Yeah, and when he's just talking on his own off the cuff in English, right. He's super relaxed, chronicle. super charismatic. Yeah, the Chronicle, and he's um, it's he, it's a different guy. Yeah. He's like I. I, fuck, I think when he has to recall, it. when he has to recall, no, you can't do lines. it. No, I can't do it. But it's it's it's. I feel like I could actually do. It's it's actually. Uh, it's it's showing you how eloquent he is when he's talking not, about surfing and his kids yes, and his family right. and. Yeah, it's not racist. It's not racist. I, I, I'll flat out. I mean, we can get into it. Someone could argue with me, but it's not racist if we're trying to. You're not trying if you're not making fun of the dude, and you're no. being like, "Here's what he said." I, because I, I, I think intention. Personally, I think intention matters a lot. Yeah, it uh, just sucks. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do know, it because because uh, if you do a bad impression and it right. becomes stereotypical, then you're in hot water. Yeah, right. So you, but the uh, racism comes from your heart. Yeah, I guess I would just argue that it's not necessary to do the right. impression if sure. you're if you're quoting him. That's true. I know. It would just, I only say it from the sense that it would bother me because my instinct was that if you did it and I felt like we were all on thing, we're waiting for each other to do it to be like, oh, you're racist, yeah. man. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's like, girl, you know, it's just, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's anyway, tricky. But anyway, I'm not I, trying to fix the world here. It, it, it's um, not about the fact that, yeah, it's, it has, there's no racism behind it. It strictly has to do with this being a second language and uh, getting scripted promos out. And uh, what I learned from it is SmackDown really, really likes to coin the term breaking faces mm-hmm. this, this week yeah with becky breaking her face and now him saying I, yeah. I, I, he broke my heart now i want to break his face um 
I'm hoping it's just a good match. There's nothing behind it. It's there's nothing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, mid card belt match. Like, there's a lot of matches I really don't care about on here. Like, once I see the bar, I stop caring at all. Like the bar, I couldn't care less about the bar, which is a bummer because I love Cesaro versus AOP. But that might be pretty AOP show. Is cr- I mean, it, everything is so undercooked it's like you know i mean this team raw match uh, you know but by the way uh, all this could be really cool they could use it to set up stuff it's a lot of good wrestlers in a match um and i'm sure they'll be smart about it but can, can uh, you can you tell me both survivors we had that sting moment. Now. remember the sting moment yeah with uh Ziggler? well there's a surprise on the female side isn't there one surprise entrance? Yeah, because charlotte left so they have to fill charlotte's spot it'll probably be lita or trish right Oh, right. Yeah. The, 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 what else could they do? We just had evolution. Well, They're gonna play well, that well, guitar well, player. Well, can you tell? Can Nikki you tell Cross me? maybe? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Jesus. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, so the, 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 there's this team raw uh, 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 tag match. The only match that, when looking at this, that I think is really cool is we will have Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali, and uh, yeah. Buddy Murphy is dope, and Mustafa Ali is put on. He's amazing. Some of my favorite matches I've seen live. Uh, so I'm excited to see His him. His Mania come out. match with Cedric Alexander was amazing. Amazing. It was yeah. a, it, we all loved it. We were all it was on the pre-show and we Heart were all there. So yeah, I think that'll be cool. It's gonna be, I mean, and think of it in terms of a guy who's gonna be there. I, I, I haven't seen a card in a while that has this many matches I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you. The I care about like Shinsuke Rollins, truthfully, I don't care about it, but I'm gonna be excited to watch it, but I don't care about it. Rousey Flair. I don't. I mean, I don't care about it, but I'm excited to watch it. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great show. Yeah, WWE is amazing. Don't sleep on the cards that suck. It's don't true, get worked. Though. I see people already in the Facebook page. Comedians wrestling page. Twelve wrestling four in the morning on their side. Blessed be the fruit. I already see people in there being like, who cares about this? Like, don't get worked, man. WrestleMania 31, I went to, no one cared about it. I took off my shirt. Look it at, gave me a viral stand-up bit. I mean, come on, guys. It's look like, at Evolution. Oh, people yeah. People were like, ah, oh, that card's whatever. Yeah. And then it is maybe the best pay-per-view of the year so far? It will be good. I think they really, when they, they when they know they have to, when they know they need to pick it up, and I think uh, they have some cool plans here. Don't get worked on the Miz thing. A lot of, again, same as last week. A lot of cool pieces coming into play here. We got McIntyre coming up. Is it the Pike? I, every I say this every week. Down the Pike. It's the Pike, right? Coming up the Pike. Down the yeah. Pike. Not the pipe, right? No. We got him. The Pike is like a highway, right? Yes. Coming up yeah. the Pike. Can't ask a notch about this because he's a Canadian. It's coming two different down, expressions. Is it down the Pike? Down the pipe. Coming down Coming the pipe. Coming down. Oh, wow. So I had the part I was in question I had right. I had the part I was 100% certain was <laughs> correct. Wrong. Yeah. Coming up the pike? I think it's down. It's down the pike. Coming down the pike. Yeah, down. I said up. Or is it yeah. down the pike? Jesus Christ, guys. Coming down. Down. down the pike? You guys are dumb motherfuckers. Hey, anyway. anyway. So, what do you think is going to oh, happen? I can't the- put down the pipe. Oh, <laughs> what you guys are talking get about? Get out of here, Stone oh, Cold. Sorry. Oh, my God. Stone Cold has been here in the corner hitting bong rips with Bray Wyatt this whole time. <laughs> It's, oh, it's getting so spooky, brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this room is too big. Anyway, what were you going to say, Skyler? Uh, I was going to say, what do you think is going to happen with the McIntyre-Ziggler split? How do you see that happening? You see McIntyre's pawning him off. Like, if you can get past, you know, this putty, I'll be the evil boss waiting. I, 
Oh, um, I don't know. I, I There's a Power Rangers reference. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I love Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. The putties are like those little pong guys, right? Yeah. Those little guys are like, they sink into the he's ground. He's more like a mini boss. In, he's treating him more like a mini boss in Sonic. Yeah. He's like, if you can get Balor, if you can get past. Ziggler, like you, then you'll you be see, maybe you'll be worthy of someone like me. Ziggler gets offended because yeah. like Magatar is like not even passive aggressively. He's just aggressively actively. In, actively not aggressively, yeah. He's actively saying, I'm the best and no one no one else here is good, even. And he doesn't qualify Ziggler at all. And Ziggler's like, hey, man, what what the fuck? <laughs> and then Ziggler wrestles. Uh so yeah, you're right. I, I think we'll have a match. We'll probably have a pay-per-view match of Ziggler versus Magatire or something like that, but um, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I probably see them sticking together when McIntyre gets the belt. Honest. I hope they stick yeah. together. I hope they start forming some factions. Uh, I hope because right now the card is so stacked that like you gotta, you gotta, you can't push, ev- you can't push everybody. Yeah, you gotta start teaming them up. Well, that's it's why also, I was, and it's time to bring up these NXT talents. They're ready, like Gargano, yeah. Chomp. These guys are ready to come up already. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, to be honest, I would also uh, look. I, I could I could fire ten guys right now to Easily. make way. <laughs> to I know make it's way. I know it's mean. Yeah, but do you want to do that? Fire yeah. guys right now. Well, you could say you could fire. I already said my guy that I would fire right now it's is Apollo uh, Cruz. Apollo Cruz. I said last week. I said I, I don't see him. Getting better. He's a, a proficient wrestler. If anything, put him in uh, 205 Live or something where he it's a work rate guy. But I, mean, ta- I mean, the whole tag team division is pretty. I mean, how many? I mean, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Those segments you, on both who sides. Who would you fire to bring guys up? I mean, I, again, I, it always makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, I want these guys to have job security. I know some and of I, them. And I, we know them. And, and, and I nice. feel, yeah. it feels bad that's how it works. And especially as a guy in this business, you know how like you're treated as a commodity and not a human. And we know that happens in wrestling. Like, I was literally watching the Marine and you see, uh, you see what's her name? Summer Rae in there. Like, she's like in a movie and you're like, and then they just fire her. You right. know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. in one of the Marines and you're like, ah, it sucks to throw people away. But at the same time, like, there's some talent here that needs to be pushed. I mean, we got Cien Almas right now who's eating pins on uh, 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 from Jeff Hardy, which is like, yeah, Jeff Hardy's great, but you're like, let's like, this guy was on top of the uh, the top of the mountain in NXT, you know? Yeah. Uh, Bobby Roode is in a jabron zone. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, we, we got we to gotta find spots for these guys, especially if like a guy like Seth Rollins is going to basically do nothing with the IC title. Shinsuke is doing nothing with the US title. At least put these guys on some of these other guys who could use the... Who could use it? And right. get creative with the writing. Rollins Ambrose probably does not need a belt attached to mm. it at all. That's very true. So give that to Finn Balor and get a few going with Bobby a heel Bobby Roode. You know, the writing is so easy. Uh, in my head, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I agree. Finn Balor needs a title already. You know, uh, uh, yeah. I see. He feels like a IC champion who you can give him that belt for two years straight. Yeah. And he yep. makes the IC belt like the Balor belt. Yeah. And that could be really cool. But, I mean, that's not a hot take by any means. That that gorgeous man needs needs some gold. Seriously. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. Mojo Raleigh's a guy I would fire. Uh, yeah. of guys I would fire. Yeah. That I feel comfortable saying I'd fire. I would fire Mojo Raleigh. I would fire. Anyway. I mean, yeah. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, Zach Ryder, uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins uh, I love. Uh, yeah, sure. But, I mean, what are you doing? But I love the key. The, I love the, the ascension. Streak. The ascension gone. Uh, the ascension. Eric is... Rowan gone. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. What do you think of it? I always put... get shit for this because they were so great in NXT. Dash and Dawson. Yeah. I mean that that's gonna really piss off some listeners. People uh, fucking people love hate. the revival. Yeah, I, 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 the thing is, revival they put on fucking amazing matches. Yeah, like I I would keep them around, but it, it's like 
Well, then you could, then what about there's, there's no just, space on the main. The thing is that there's no space on the main roster for work guys. Like right. there, there's really, yeah. there, especially a tag team. They throw around those belts like they mean nothing. Like they don't have like yo, this team's unbeatable. It doesn't happen. Yeah, and and, and like I, New Day hold the belt, and they're they're kind of a comedy act. I to feel be honest. I feel like I, I'm hesitant to even suggest more content, but right. like if they could take these work rate guys. And move them to like a, um, a main event type or, of thing. Yeah, but have it like be like a um, like a like a like a mimicking the like mid south kind of like territory days where it's like these are the this is like the like uh, slobber knocker fucking yeah. uh, matches. Have give them a fucking belt. Give them like a whatever the, whatever you want to call it. But hey, like a new show where like they can thrive as these like retro old school kind of like we're just gonna work and and be tough guys. I don't know. Yeah. They right. have like enough guys. They could do Anderson and Gallows could go into yeah. that group. Rhino uh, will give a couple spears. I mean, yeah. Anderson Gallows popped up in SmackDown. Uh, uh, the Usos were like making the rounds, and I was like, I forgot these guys are not only. I, I forgot that they were in WWE. I didn't know they were even. Were they on SmackDown? I thought they were on Raw. Yeah. I didn't even know what show they were on. I think they're okay with that. Uh, the vibe I get just from like their those like guys social just media, out those contracts. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're gonna go right back to Japan. Yeah, and well, they're the over, kings over there. Yeah, right? but they're not writing them out. I think they're happy with the the state of things. I think they get to see their family a lot. I think they're paid well. I think that they're taken care of. They're not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. So well, well anyway, the point is, some of these guys got to come up. And I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, look, look. All right. Let's not end it on a down note. We got the Survivor Series, which is, yeah. it's going to be a great show because the card is so weird and bad. They know they need to find a way to make some of these matches matter and time to storyline. You have Braun Strowman in the Team Raw match. You know he's not going to comply. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. got McIntyre. We have, uh, 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 you know, you, you, you got McIntyre in there. You got Shane in there. You got, Miz, you got, you got, you got, things are going to happen in these matches. They're going to make them. Uh, uh, cool and make them matter. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Cool. So, hey, everybody, listen. Cow merch is out now. Patreon exclusive. Sign up for that Patreon at any level, and you get access to purchase the Patreon exclusive shirt, uh, hoodie. Uh, that is a piece of merch that I worked very uh, diligently on, too diligently, someone might argue. I spent a lot of time on it. And it is the cow belt, which you'll see in the picture now. I will be rocking this cow official heavyweight title every time we record. Maybe I'll rock it to Survivor Series. It'll be a, a, be maybe, one of those I guys. Might, who knows? I, maybe I might. Uh, I don't know. People might not want to hang out with me uh, if I do. But no. Uh, you can check that out. Hit me up on uh, through the Patreon. You can message me on there. Or you can hit me up on um, the Facebook page. Uh, you can private message me or DM me, whatever it's called, through Facebook Messenger. And... Uh, Buy a shirt. If you want to support the show, it's a great way to support the show and show that you are a patron because these are only for the patrons. Check out the video. Share the video. I think it's a really funny, fun video of me spray painting the title. Uh, and Anosh did a fucking awesome job directing it and cutting it. It looks awesome. Uh, and he's got a nice VO uh, uh, cameo in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very dope. And um, Real quick. Yeah, and wait, uh, the, uh, the last thing I wanted to say uh, about it is, oh, if you're a patron, you can buy more than one of these shirts, and uh, yeah, what were you going to say? Uh, real quick, we, we, we didn't do too many predictions, but just to throw out a random one, yeah. Velveteen Dream or Ciampa? Do we see, oh. do we see Velveteen Dream oh. walk away with gold? <sighs> um, I don't. 
I'm maybe there's going to be, I think there's going to be like, a, I think Velveteen Dream might be one of those cases of a guy who never gets the NXT belt and comes up before he does. Yeah. And I think that might be how I play it, to be honest. I don't think you, I think there's something beautiful about keeping him underrated. You know what I mean? And Ciampa, I think, could still ride it out. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think we need, these title runs sometimes overhype the wrestlers. Rude was overhyped. Cien Almas, not overhyped, but they just get a lot of energy yeah. when they're the champion NXT. When you're main eventing a takeover, it puts very high expectations on your main roster. We've seen it be too much for some guys to handle and too much for the writing staff to handle, truthfully. So I think Velveteen Dream might be a case where you keep him cool and then have him poof, appear in a Purple cloud of smoke in a Royal Rumble, and frankly, win a Royal Rumble. I, I'm 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 cool great, with you like that. Great, give pick. somebody the. Uh, yeah, we have two championship belts. We we can have it happened. Uh, Del Rio did it. Yeah. He debuted and won in the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, in 2009, the largest Royal Rumble ever, the 40 band Royal Rumble. At the time, it was the greatest Royal Rumble. But I think now <laughs> we now have uh, an, 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 an event that we don't talk about it was a 50 man Royal Rumble. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, check out that piece of merch and uh, support the show. And uh, t- basically, you tell me if you're down for this 4D experience. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll keep fucking rocking cow as long as you guys want it. If we go to zero patrons, I'll end the show. <laughs> you guys support the show. If you want the show, don't sleep on it, baby. Show us that uh, you support it and hit me up and you can uh, get a slice of cow merch. And last thing I'll say, every single cow official Patreon hoodie limited edition Comes with a free sticker. Oh, comes with a cow sticker, uh, and uh, yeah. So anyway, if you're at Raw, if you're at Survivor Series, you're at War Games, you're at Raw or SmackDown. Come try to find me in the arena. Let's take a pick. Yeah, don't. And maybe I'll have a little surprise for you. Do the opposite for me. Don't even look at me. Don't. Yeah, if you see Newman, don't even look at him. If you look at Newman at a wrestling event, you guys know it's like the ring girl. Right. You will. You have like seven days until you're dead. Yeah, you have seven days. Is that how that worked? I don't know. <laughs> you have that- seven days until I come and I turn you into a hoagie. Yeah. So, <laughs> share the video and more stand-up bits coming soon. Thanks so much for the kind words and uh, if you're new to the show, thanks for listening. Tell someone, support the show. Skyler, anything you want to say? That's it, baby. Just watch that Velveteen Dream match. Absolutely. Newman, anything you want to say? If you're in the Los Angeles area, go to UCB Comedy. Get your tickets to Tournament of Nerds versus uh, Comedians of Wrestling. Watch us uh, lay the smack down on those jabronis. Newman will be Stone Cold at the show. I'll spoil that yeah, right probably, now. I'll, I'll probably also be high, to be honest with oh, you. Stone oh, Cold's here. Hey, everybody, we got to end the show. Anyway, everybody, let's get those two... Patrons, I'll give away merch. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Keep supporting the show. Thank you so much for being my motivation for what I do. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.